You're listening to another great podcast in the Stoplight Network. Hello there, and welcome to Nintendo Club Podcast Level 50. Yes, we have reached level 50. I'm not sure what that is in game terms, but that's a lot of levels. Almost a year this podcast has been going on. So. That's true. Is that all? Yeah, about a year. <laughs> 52 weeks in a year, uh-huh. right? Yeah. We haven't missed a week, to my knowledge. <laughs> so. Yeah, it feels longer, right? I don't know. It does, yeah. It feels longer. I don't know, I kind of joined in about halfway, so not... Yes, yes. Um, We're old. We are old. Yeah. So we have both John and Aaron here. A year later, I'm almost 27 years old. I feel ancient and old and stuff. Ugh. So I got like two months ago before that happens. I'm older than you. I don't know how you feel old. Uh, You're old? 27 feels pretty ancient, you know, uh, you know. (laughs) <laughs> I, I bet there's so 30. many people just screaming at their yeah, like, iPhones now it's right now to because 30, of the piss you know. that we're talking. Yeah. <laughs> so, guys, I think the big news of this week is my childhood favorite putt putt is now available on Steam for the Mac. In fifty dollars, gets you the whole collection, including putt putt goes to the moon. Do you, are you guys familiar with putt putt? Did you guys play putt putt as a kid? I mean, I've never I, played I played <laughs> miniature golf games. I no, this is not called. a golf game at all. This has nothing to do with golf. Oh, why is it called Putt Putt? The car, the character you play, is called oh, Putt Putt. Oh, okay. And he has a, a cute dog, and he goes on adventures, like going to the moon. And if childhood memory is serving correctly, these were amazing games. I'm gonna have to Google that. This right now. I really am excited to pick up on a Steam Putt. sale. Putts. And maybe the first games I buy on Steam ever, because what really... I buy Steam games. All I don't the have time. a I have a MacBook Air. It's not really a gaming PC. <laughs> this car looks like he's on drugs. Oh, uh, which is probably why I liked it. You know, I love you know. This cars is for like drugs. toddlers, man. It was so much fun back then. <laughs> I, I am not alone in this affirmation. If any of our listeners have this is on Steam. This looks like it's for toddlers. This this is amazing. <laughs> this is the childhood favorite of mine, along with Microsoft. Along with Microsoft Bob, I love Microsoft Bob back in the day. Um, so this is from the '90s when I I, I loved that. So you know what I love? I love the bear that had the shapes and everything. You remember, I you do know? not know of Hold such on, bear. So yeah, if any of our listeners are fans of Puff Putt, please let me know because uh, I'd be interested to find out. Um, what's probably more exciting is you can get SimCity 4 on the Mac App Store for 20 bucks. That's like the good version before they went all bad, right? Yeah, yep. Okay. Yep. <laughs> 20 bucks is pretty sweet. Yeah, it's pretty sweet. Still looks good. Yeah. So speaking of things that we liked when we were kids, I was just thinking of <laughs> nice something. Segue. It is called uh, like Mega Man Launcher is what it is, and you should all get it for your Mac. It's awesome. It's this app. If you open it up, whenever you launch uh, like anything on your computer, it'll come up like a Mega Man like um, like a level. You know, when you go into like a Mega Man level and it has like Cut Man, it's like. It seems like I would have so much bogging down my computer because I have stuff launching all the time and getting crazy. Oh, it's fun. <laughs> What's this called? Yeah, that I have that installed. It's called in Mega Man Launcher. So, uh, yeah, it's just like an app that while it's running, it'll come up like you're playing Mega Man every time you launch an app. <laughs> Feel like you're about to go up and fight like I'm about to watch a video Kino or something. 
It's kind of cool. <laughs> Let's see how cool this is. He's launching. So, uh, launching so I Minecraft. don't have any childhood affinity. Oh man, this is freaking sweet! I told you, it's awesome. <laughs> John, you should just install this on every computer you have. <laughs> yeah, that's a lot. So well, I used to go in <laughs> to uh, stores and and I would install this on on computers, so that way someone's like, "Oh, I'm thinking about getting a Mac. Let me try out Pages," and it would pop up. <laughs> Dude, See, I would just like load up my, my website on all these computers and stuff. That the same company also makes a Pokemon. Uh, Ooh, see that? Care Pokedex app. Poke- Pokedex like launcher. I don't think it's <laughs> a launcher, but okay. Um, before we get into the heart of the show, the other really exciting thing that was announced this week is Steel Diver Sub Wars <laughs> 2.0 guys are hitting oh, 2.0 God. so now exciting what are you stuff. going to do are you going to have to quit your job so this that is you, exciting you have stuff. enough time to play well, well no I mean it's just a natural evolution of Sub Wars which I'm very excited <laughs> about and this has some really cool things so uh, it's called version 2.0 and what they're adding to it is some really exciting stuff so an internet battle mode you will also earn bonuses for consecutive victories in match skill battles. Additionally, premium version owners will have a larger arsenal of subs they can level up, and uh, more subs will be available for purchase in the um, online shop. So more subs, very cool. Then the even more exciting, this is probably the best part of this, uh, we received a lot of feedback via Miiverse about players attacking their allies and getting pissed off. <laughs> <laughs> in version 2.0, players who torpedo their allies will receive a warning message on their screens, and points will be deducted for every hit. We're also planning uh, on adding new multi- a new multiplayer stage and continue to fine-tune submarine stats, among other things. It should be ready in May, so be on the lookout for Subwars 2.0. I'm excited this, this is a evolving and growing game, but it has not been abandoned. This is exciting. So, I still haven't launched it. So, Aaron, <laughs> this is a game. This is my third most played game on 3DS. It's like 66 hours for me. I love this game. Whoa. Yeah. I don't know. I have a feeling that like Mario Golf's going to take over for me pretty soon. Well, it won't take over if you never launch Sub Wars. Come on. No, Mario Golf is going to take over for me? my list. No, for me. Oh, okay. For me. It's still yeah. pretty high for me. It's like 20, 30 hours for me. But yeah, Sub Wars, no, I don't know. I just oh, can't. Oh, it's so great. The contemplative first person shooter that you're thinking before you fire and you're just, you know, navigating through. It's great. <laughs> I love it. Love it just Wars. seems so slow every time I watch a video for it. It, it actually felt a little bit faster than when I launched it up uh, this week. Like, I'm not sure if they made some. I don't know. It feels good. It feels good. It feels great. <laughs> it felt faster. It felt faster. I felt like I was flying through that water here. So, um. <laughs> Very exciting stuff. I mean, those two things alone, Pawpaw and Sub Wars, could be the whole show, I feel. But there was more that happened this week. Yes, there was a lot more that so, happened this week. Aaron, what, what would you like to discuss next here? Uh, well, there's just so much. Um, let's go into some of the, the rumor talk. Do you want to get into that right now? Get all the... Sure. All, the, all of this out of the way. Talk, like E3 rumors? Yeah, the E3 stuff. Is oh, that boy. time of the year? It is that time of year. Yeah. Uh, so we hear it at the beginning of the week. Everyone's talking about... Uh, maybe I should start off with this. 
There's a rumor that Nintendo acquired a company for a hundred million dollars. That's not rumor. That's fact. We just don't okay. know who it is. Yeah, yeah. Okay, <laughs> but I guess who you kind of company? say it's a who rumor because we don't know what it is yet. But. We know they bought something for a hundred million dollars. That's yes. kind of huge. And, um, yeah, could I it be related this. to the quality of life thing? I don't know. Doubt it. You doubt it. They've already been talking about that, so for them to just now be acquiring this seems It could like be another part of the QO yeah. platform. Yeah. Because it's, it's, another, another, piece. The, it's another piece. Mm. Could it? I don't know. Could it be... I hope it's a game developer. For $100 yeah, million, nice. what, what kind of developer would be that expensive? A, a westernized a developer. Yeah, they need more western developers that can churn out good games faster for them. Yeah, I'm not sure. Like, is like a, another yeah. retro. They have retro. They should totally buy Rare back is what I really want. <laughs> that probably would have made the news if it was Rare. Yeah, it would. <laughs> well, yeah. I feel most developers would have made the news if it was actually a... I don't know. I guess not. I didn't even read this anywhere. Where'd you guys get this? Um, this was part of the live tweets out of the financial. Oh, was it okay. earnings call. from Dave Gibbons? A lot. Yeah. Of, a lot of stuff came out of that. Oh yes, it did. He it's also on- mentioned that they're not losing any money on Wii U's anymore. That is yeah. very good. Yes. Um, but more E3 rumors. Uh, so yeah. we heard that they were also going to have some hardware at E3. So um, um, that be a, a sequel to this, yeah. maybe. Yeah. I'm joking. It'll, <laughs> but yeah, by hardware, it could be something as simple as a Wii Fit U pedometer. Yeah, but most people were thinking it was going to be a new uh, version of the Wii U, which they like said no, no way. They're like it's not happening. Uh, it could be a revision to the 3DS, a 3DS be. uh, better version. Didn't they come out and say there's no new hardware coming out? Didn't Iwata Well, they say always nothing. say that. Yeah, they, they always say that. that. I mean, they sometimes they mean it. <laughs> they said that like a week before the XL came out, didn't they? It's like, we think the XL's coming out. No, that's ridiculous. And we clear. Mm, I just feel like it's it's so much about software right now. It is. It is. Um, let's but see. that doesn't mean they won't have some cool accessory or something that comes out. I mean, what kind of accessory is missing? Is there anything really... Well, that we don't have. Um, I mean, I know a lot of people could really it be. Want a game I mean, Aaron, could it be this? Could it be NFC figures that have already been announced? It, it could be. It's possible. Or it could be a little thumb joystick thing for the 3ds. Never know. Well, the figures were kind of halfway announced, weren't they? They're it was. Like, yeah, they, we got the basics yeah. of what it does. They're like, we could do this thing we talked about three years ago. We might. <laughs> no, it was announced, and they had release dates and stuff. And we'll get into that when we actually dive into the investor meeting. We'll do that as a whole chunk. Um, but, yeah, hardware, I'm thinking accessory of some sort. Uh, N64 controller would be exciting with N64 Or could it be something that will make use of this port right here? <laughs> that would be one. <laughs> no one knows what it's for. I have no idea what this <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Just Love in case. Them. Yeah. I would love if something came out of that. I don't know. Like another screen? I don't know. Yeah, how about you attach a third screen? You plug in your 3DS to your Wii U gamepad. So that way we could have, like, DS virtual console games for the Wii. I don't know. Or if you plug your 3DS into that port, you can play your uh, 3DS games. Yeah, on there you go. Oh, plug in be your silly. Ab- abacus. That'd be silly. Yeah. <laughs> um, let's see. 
Also, yeah, well, there was talk of Nintendo releasing a um, a cheaper console for uh, like uh, how do you put this? Yeah, I guess yeah. cheaper, not cheaper. Is not they already the have a hundred dollar Wii Mini? What, what, what do you what do you want? You I don't know. Well, Wii maybe Mini. like a a cheaper Wii U for like uh, you know markets that don't have as much money. I guess um, that day's um, halt. <laughs> <laughs> China is getting special hardware. They did say that in the investor meeting. Mm-hmm. That doesn't special mean it's a Wii hardware? U. It could be something. It could be a Wii Mini variation or something weird. I don't know. Yeah. It could, it could be something. It could be Wii U non-related. I mean, it could be something bizarre. Um, yeah. Okay. I, I've heard Zelda Wii U Spring 2015 is what I heard recently. Not sure if that's accurate. Yeah, at all. they. I mean, they came out and said they were showing off a few new Wii U games. I'm sure. Th- I, I would hope there'd be more than a few. Yeah. <laughs> there's got to be. I mean, there's got to be so many. It's for the third. This is going to be the third Christmas coming up. The system's been out. Yeah. Yeah. It, it needs a lot of games. It does. Oh, one more rumor. That's a little, kind of along the lines of rumor. Target listed Smash Brothers release date of August 29th. Um, so, not official. For yeah. the 3DS? Yeah. I want it in July. <laughs> <laughs> That's too soon, it sounds like. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I also heard GameStop is going to have a Mario Kart 8 demo on like the 18th or 19th, and they'll also have. This is the one I didn't believe is they'll have a Smash Brothers thing during E3 that I don't buy that because they would announce it already. Wouldn't I thought Best Buy was getting that? That's what's happening. Yeah. There were some un- uninformed GameStop employees that I think started spreading that one. <laughs> it's like, oh GameStop yeah, we'll have Smash Brothers <laughs> on Best Buy in the E3 week. Yeah, sure. Come on by. You can pre-order your Smash Brothers games while we don't have the demo. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they are very uninformed there. Yeah, <laughs> I found out they're selling Disney uh, Magical World for $35 new on a cartridge, and the game is $30 retail. That's the MSRP. They do that a lot. Buy. And they're selling them used for 30 bucks. So, hey, go to, be- go to GameStop if you want to buy a used copy for the same price as retail. <laughs> so ridiculous. It's so yeah. weird. And you can buy a digital download for 30 which is good they didn't up to that one. So while we're on this subject of, of this terrible store, I go in there to buy the last game that I got new. Um, it's been about a year since I remember what year, this was. Months, so <laughs> um, I got a like an Xbox game. It was I don't even remember what it was, but I <laughs> I went in there and I picked up this game. It was the last one that they had, and they open up this like little plastic sleeve and pull my game out of there and put it into the case that I got off the shelf and sold it to me for the new price. And I was like, what? I was like, isn't this a used one? He's like, oh, this is used. We just pulled we, we my ran cases. Out. We ran out, yeah. Yeah. I was like, mm. This was a display case. We ran out of... Yeah, I had that happen too. It's like, really? Bastards. Yeah. Why do you guys even go to GameStop? Well, because sometimes I, they're the only option. Yeah, sometimes, yeah. Today. Like, I don't... Right away, yeah. I don't go there anymore, um, but... That was the last time I went there, um, and it was only because I couldn't find that game anywhere else, and I wanted to play it that day. So My friend went to two different GameStops to find Kirby this past weekend, and both of them did not have them, and they said the closest one was like 40 miles away. 
Yeah, they never have anything. I mean, they never have anything good, anything that you want. Um, and then, like, every once in a while, they'll have something in, and they'll be the only place that has it, and they charge you, like, $30 more than what it's worth. So, like they did with Metroid, and like they did with, uh, what was the other one? Uh, Xenoblade Chronicles. So, I advise not going. I'm going to try to stay away from that place. And they rip you off on trade ins, too. Oh, I would never <laughs> trade in anything at GameStop. But they are opening up the uh, like the Mac store and stuff, so uh, I guess I guess if you want to get ripped off even more, <laughs> not not just on games, you want to get ripped off on computers as well. You can <laughs> go there. I'm back. I was um, getting some stuff for another segment. Oh, you were gone? Yeah, a little bit. Okay. Um, what a mess. Yeah. We were just talking about about uh, not shopping at GameStop. GameStop because they rip you off. But if you are looking to get ripped off more, you can go into their new Mac stores that they're opening. So. Oh, wonderful. I realized <laughs> today I was looking at my Double Dash uh, case, and I paid $40 for this game. And I'm realizing that I'll pay Mario Kart 8 pretty much the same price after the Best Buy promo on my Game Club thing. Yeah. Which is bizarre. <laughs> These games hold their value. They do. They do. So, um, John, do you have a t- what's up next on your list here? Oh, let's see. Oh, no, those are recipes. Um, <laughs> <laughs> which, which Nintendo based recipe do you want to share with us today? Uh, mac and cheese donuts. You guys want to talk what? about this? What? Oh, what is this? Man. That just sounds like a heart attack. Yeah, I just started eating healthy, John, last week, and that's not fair. <laughs> um, let's see. Let's. Uh, well, Mario Kart's number one on Amazon right now, which is pretty awesome. I thought yeah, I'd that. It is pretty awesome. That. Um, it, it's number one in a lot of countries as well, not just the in, U.S. In the U.S. and U.K., yeah, it's number one. In, in and games. speaking of GameStop, I saw my local GameStop. It was all Wii U and, Ga- and Mario Kart. There was like this little really? thing for PS4 and Xbox One. I feel like mine cool. was all Xbox last one time I went. It's very variable depending on the store it would appear for GameStop. So yeah, I thought that was cool. But also, uh, I guess the topic would be uh, Nintendo mentioned briefly a Mario Kart 8 app. Um, they did, yeah. and I think they showed. I, I've been seeing these screenshots on these websites. I don't know if these are screenshots Nintendo put out or if these are ones people are just making up. No, these were from Nintendo. This was during the investor meeting. So we'll do this one and then do everything else from the investor meeting right now. You just want to do the investor meeting right now? Well, we'll do the um, the app and roll into the investor meeting, which is okay. part of. So this would be like Nintendo's like one of their first things actually making you know their content accessible. Their first something. iOS app. Yeah, first iOS app. Um, yeah. Which I really like this idea because I would... Seeing all these slow-mo replays and everything from Mario Kart, I would love to have that on my phone, be able to like show my friends and stuff like really quickly and you know comment on videos. and I, I This is like really cool, I think. Yeah, so it has Mario Kart TV and has rankings. Um, I'm kind of curious what else will be in here. How yeah, they, they showed like graphs speed. and stuff. I would I wouldn't be surprised if they had like a tournament calendar where you can see like your times your friends are hosting like tournaments. I think that would be. Cool. And if it could push when your tournaments you're signed up for are ready to do it. So yeah. if you have these tournaments that are only for an hour, how cool would it be if this app could push to tell you, hey, your tournament's going on right now, go do it. 
I'm sure. I mean, be awesome. I'm sure you'll be able to post a meverse and you know just watch. I'm sure there's gonna be thousands of you know tens of thousands of videos from Mario Kart TV you'll be able to watch. I would really love if Nintendo made a Wii Fit U app that had like food tracking and stuff in there. That would be kind of cool. I don't know. Would you guys rather have Nintendo have one big app for everything or separate apps for each like game deserves one? Like, do you guys want another Smash Brothers app when Smash Brothers comes out? Or do you guys just want a Nintendo app you download that has all your Nintendo stuff in it? Hmm. I feel like single purpose apps, you could do more with them on individual titles. True. But and I would love a hub app for for. I love both, that's what I, I think I like both, too. I think I'd like a Miiverse hub app, and then maybe... Like, Mario Kart deserves its own app because of all this stuff. I'm sure Definitely Smash does. Brothers will, too. But, you know, Pikmin, I don't think, deserves its own app. Oh, <laughs> the poor Pikmin. Maybe it does. They're drowning in their misery right now. Because, <laughs> yeah, how many price. copies did they sell? A million? They sold uh, quite a bit. Uh, they have a new... They updated million list. I have to pull that up later. I'm yep. not sure what that is. Um, so yeah, Markart uh, app. Uh, are we thinking this comes out when the game comes out here's, this month? Here's the sad part. I don't think it will. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, think that it will is either. the sad part. <laughs> <laughs> like they've had so long to work on this game, and I don't think this app is even close to being ready. From what I really TV. hope so, because that'd be a big missed opportunity. I feel. Oh, it's huge because if, if it, it came out with the game that app, and if that app hits like number one on the free app store, that oh no, it huge. would. Yeah, that app would. Even people who didn't have Mario or Wii U or Mario Kart and Wii U would download the app, watch the videos. The app would go to the top charts, no doubt. And that's 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 hundreds of millions of people. Seeing that, you know, mm-hmm. that's just oh, it's, I hope it. I hope it happens. Yeah. But I'm not Sooner rather than later. Well, it, I, I'd rather have them wait and have it be actually good, good. app than their first app they ever put out be total garbage. Yeah, and that's just very dismiss true. And, Yeah, they're like, oh. are you worried about this app being total garbage? Uh, <laughs> well, the web, have you guys tried out the web app for Meverse? It's actually not that bad. It's not bad. No. Um, I wish I could view my messages. But it's not. I mean, these days it's not hard to hire a couple of programmers that know iOS or HTML5 to, to write something. So I'm not too worried. Okay. I think the sad part is though that you know we're right. It seems like we're about to turn this corner to where like all this awesome stuff's about to come out, but we still doubt it. So. <laughs> yeah. well, Mario Kart's like Mario Kart's like the sun, like the, you get the sun's starting to rise, and you see the light, and you know there's more coming. Like Mario Kart's really solid. I think. Yeah, all, all it is solid. That. I mean, look, it's number one on Amazon. That that has to mean people are buying it who don't have Wii U's, right? It has to mean people are. It's true. People must be pre-ordering this and planning on picking up a Wii U. What's that say I mean, about the Mario Kart 8 bundle that people aren't getting that instead? Oh, the, the Mario... Well, the thing about this, the, you know, you buy a Wii U, it still comes with the game, you still get, like, Mario U or something, so I don't know. Yeah, I mean, people might still be picking up the, the Mario well, U this. and well, the Luigi U bundle. Think about this. If we get the Mario and Luigi bundle for 300 bucks or whatever it is, you Mario Kart 8, so you're, you're getting Mario and Luigi... Uh, Super Mario Brothers U, you get Luigi U... You Mario Kart 8, and you get your free downloadable. So you actually yeah. get more content that way if you do it that way. So you might be smarter to do, smarter to do that. Yeah, games. you get a lot of, yeah. That's four yeah. games right yeah. there. Well, four, three and a half if you want to count. And they'd all be that. pretty different games because, you know, you get Pikmin or We Party You, and those are different from Mario Kart yep. and totally. Mario Brothers. So. And then you can download your, your Wii Sports Club if you want for a couple bucks. And you're bowling. 
Um, speaking of the Mario Kart 8 bundle, um, oh, some wait, retail... wait, wait, wait. Let's do the rest oh, okay. of this investment. Oh, yeah. Keep Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> we will get to the Nintendo World Store shortly. Um, oh, no. This was different. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, we have we'll still get to it later. Titanfall um, falls out on the 360. When did that happen? Oh, that yeah, happened well, like yeah. weeks ago. Evidently, yeah. yeah, is really good and... No reason to take it to Xbox. Yeah, like, why would they do that? That's so stupid. Well, to sell more copies of the game, you know. I guess, but... Yeah. Uh, so, anyways. I've, I've seen some videos. It doesn't look a, a, as good, but... Better than we expected is what I've heard. But, um... So, let's just run through this meeting here. Some cool stuff. <laughs> yeah. Software that can only be made with the gamepad in mind will be coming out really soon. E3, they're going to show off a buttload of that stuff. And apparently um, quick- Miyamoto has been helping with that stuff. Yep. Yeah. Quick Start coming out in June. So next month, the big firmware update for Wii U. Quick Start is part of that. Oh, that should have been out before Mario Kart. It's going to boot up 20 seconds faster, plus it'll have the Quick Start stuff in there. That should have been out. That, that should have been out like the people... They said summer, so I wasn't expecting no, it. I, the people opening up their, their Wii U bundles with Mario Kart should have had that built in. Oh, no chance and that would never happen. The reason for that is because all those Wii U's were sitting on the shelf yeah, reflashing all those. I know. That's way too apparently, much expectation there. Apparently, though, they're gonna have to start making more Wii U soon. <laughs> hopefully, hopefully. Um, third party titles. They more than out soon. That's what they said. Yeah, right. I hope so. Um, so NFC is something that was a big part of this investor meeting. So there's NFC on your gamepad, and in Japan. They're partnering with all the NFC credit card companies like uh, Suica. Uh, it's not in Japanese, so I'm not pronouncing it right. Um, but NFC payments. So you just, when you're buying a game in the eShop, you just touch your credit card to the gamepad and you pay for it right there. No hassle. Just boom. Works. So that's kind of cool. And they're going to be the first, I guess, console to actually support NFC game or NFC payments, right? Which is yeah. wait through my credit card. You said my credit card's got NFC. Some in Japan. Deal. In Japan, this means we're in Japan at first. Okay, I know so, in Europe the little chips are very popular. Yeah, so in Japan it's very widespread, and that's a huge thing over there. So you'll be able to just cool. touch your credit card to your gamepad, and boom, you paid a hundred bucks for whatever. <laughs> nice. Not hundred, but sixty. Yeah. And uh, so there's eighty million credit cards that are NFC able in Japan, evidently. And they mentioned IP the use outside of video games. So when IPs can be licensed out, it'll be most of the time used not for video games like we're seeing with Hyrule Warriors, but like for Mario Kart 8 child toys and stuff. I don't know. Um, so the actual NFC stuff. It's kind of cool what they're doing here. So the character is not just read. It's also read and write. So with Skylanders, to my knowledge, and all the other ones, it's basically DLC where it adds on to the game by putting it there. You're not able to save stuff back to it to build that character and something more. Nintendo's approach will have the ability to write stuff back to it. So you can bring your character around and bring him to different games, bring him cross-platform to the 3DS, and bring him to your friend's house to use him there, and it's kind of like that character becomes like a part of you know, your gaming profile in a way, you know. It's kind of a cool approach. Do you guys like that at all? I like it. I think it's, it's, you could do some interesting things with this. 
We it's like a it. memory card. It is like a memory card. It's like, yeah. it's like a way cooler memory card. But it's like a memory card that like enables you to bring a character across like 20 games or whatever many games there are, you know, that support this. So you, it's, it's, it brings like, you know, with iOS, I wouldn't like, come on, let's have crosstalk of applications. Now on Wii U and 3DS, you have crosstalk of game saves, which is kind of interesting. It is, yeah. So imagine I'm playing Mario Golf. I could bring some of my enhancements there to Mario Tennis or whatever it is. You know, I'm hoping that this is like a first step in kind of merging or bridging like the gap between handheld and your home console because it, it, like I still feel like they're just completely separate. And I would it like sounds it to like be, it is. It sounds yeah. like it is because they'll have an NFC base station for the 3DS. Yeah. So they, so they said that is coming. Yep. Sounds like January for that base station. Oh, that's far away. Yeah, hopefully the character is out sooner for Wii U, but we'll see. Um, and they're calling it NFC, or NFP, sorry. It's a Nintendo featured platform or Nintendo figurine platform. It's They're calling it a platform. Like, this is a... You have Wii U, 3DS, and you have this NFC platform, which is kind of interesting they're calling it that. I wonder yeah. if they plan on building this in with like smartphones and other devices that use that type of technology. That could be cool. Android has NFC, right? Yes, they do. So it's it's intriguing to say the least. The can uh, the read and write data is the most kind of cool part about this. I wasn't even sure that was uh, that's yeah, it's possible. So yeah. Well, NFC is just a mechanism of transferring data. So as long as they can read and write data, like it's got its own little flash memory built in. Yeah, I'm sure it's. That's possible. Yeah. Um, my question is like, how much data can these things like hold, and what can they really like? What information, you know, what can they and, really, from game to game? You know, like if I in Mario say, oh, I my Mario character wears green overalls and he's got a blue hat. If I you know send that character <laughs> to my Mario Golf game, does Mario Golf know how to read that information that Mario wrote? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I mean, uh, it's going to be game-by-game basis for sure. Yeah, it's going to be interesting now, to see how this works. with Skylanders, the model makes a little is a bit a little bit clearer for me because you have each Skylander that you add adds to the game. This, like with Mario, the game would I would imagine already have Mario win it. What 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 is your incentive to go and get this? Is it just the saving, or is there some added benefit beyond that? I've never honestly, I've never really seen much benefit from the NFC. Even when they first like announced the Wii U, I, I didn't really see what they were going to do with it, and then they never did anything with it. So I just figured it was just in there. Um, they got Pokemon Rumble U. Yeah, that's the. That's I always figured. It. Yeah, it's a great way to sell like add-on content. Like, so you feel like it, instead of buying an in-app purchase, you buy a little figurine and you get some extra stuff in the game, and you also get an extra figurine. So you feel like you actually got something. Um, but this so feels I, like like with Mario. It's like Mario was already going to be in Mario Golf. You know, like how? Yeah, was, yeah, I don't know. It's bizarre. It, it seemed like. I'm not sure if they confirm this, but Smash Brothers, I think, will be the first game to fully support this. See, now, that could be... Because you have all the fast Smash Brothers... Because they're basically... If you look at Smash Brothers, at the end of each round or tournament or whatever it is, you see the, you know, statue model of Mario or whatever it is, you know. Yeah, they're statues, aren't they? Yeah. I'm wondering if they may, like, already build some content into... uh, 
the actual game, and then if you have this figurine, then that will it will let you, you know, use that extra content. Hmm. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, I guess. I mean, it, it was very broad strokes here as far as what these are and what it will do. The read and write data is pretty cool. Um, they also mentioned this platform will raise Nintendo awareness in retail by displaying these big, you know, biggish boxes of Mario characters that, ooh, I want that, you know, and it's more of a presence than perhaps a, a Wii U game or a 3DS game sitting on the shelf, you know. Yeah. So, yeah, kind of interesting. So that is the investor meeting. Um, do you want to dig into Mario Kart 8 next or Nintendo's actual financial stuff? Oh, I was going to say Mario Kart 8. <laughs> yeah, let's do it. Okay, yeah. Mario Kart 8. So uh, kick it off, Aaron. What's, what's in Mario Kart 8 news this week? All right, so these were the things that I found just kind of related to like retailers. First, GameStop is going to be having a Mario Kart 8 demo on the 17th and 18th of May. Yep. Um, so you can go in there, play your demo, and also I guess that if you pre-order from there, you get a poster, um, which doesn't even compare to the $10, $10 no, no. gas card. But uh, Yeah, I'm getting my um, game for $48. I'm getting my game for $48 from Best Buy plus the $10. So mine's a $38 game. Yeah, like whenever it's I great. can get any type of money or something I can purchase something else with, that's going to be the poster. I, I mean, I got enough posters. Yeah. All right. <laughs> I'll tell you, you know, $38 at Best Buy with my deal is like unbelievable because I'm getting Pikmin 3 as well. <laughs> Don't you have Pikmin 3? I'm getting a digital copy, so it's always available, so I can play it more frequently. So I would just sell that, like I sell your physical sell, copy, maybe or sell. sell your, I don't know. Your... I might sell. I kind of like the idea of putting it through my console. Like, it never justifies sixty dollars purchase of that game for digital. Oh, because huh. I don't know. I already have it. Why did I buy it twice? You know. <laughs> You're right. I'm not that insane. I might yeah, buy ten 3DSs. Yeah, you only own like seven 3DSs or something <laughs> like that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. About like eight or nine, I think. <laughs> so, anyways, um, next about the like retailers is that I guess they're asking for a price cut on Mario Kart Eight because they think it's still too high. Sixty dollars is too high, which doesn't heck? make any sense. Who because, was asking for a price cut? Um, I didn't see who. It just it was just a general retailers are asking for. It. So, um, idiots. I don't understand this because it's like. People are going to be buying this game. Like we you know, get a free game it. with it. Yeah, and you get a free game with it. I mean, and it has a red case. <laughs> <laughs> I do like that red case. Yeah. It's like, oh my gosh. Yep. That's stupid. And um, the Nintendo World Store, the only retail store in America that is official by Nintendo in New York City, is having a limited edition of the game with the blue shell. I want it. That is yeah. widely available in Europe. But here in the States, you have to be in New York City on that day to get this, and it's limited, so you're yeah, not guaranteed. That's not, that's not cool. That's not fair, Nintendo. I want my blue shell. It might be I'm in America. I want my blue shell. <laughs> Come on. Are, they, are these on eBay yet? We're going to get on eBay like the uh, day of. And I'm sure I could import one from Europe pretty uh, they'll probably be way overpriced. Isn't that a PAL version of the game then? I could import the shells. I'm saying. Well, you want the I, you want the American. Version. The box is kind of cool. I gotta say, the box is really cool. That's why I want it. Yeah, 
So, yeah, these uh, the pre-orders sold out within a day. They have stuff on hand for walk-ins. But, uh, yeah, I'm not driving down to New York City for this, especially when I have Mario Kart 8 pre-ordered for $38 or whatever it is. Yeah. So, yeah, but you don't have the blue shell pre-ordered. I'm okay with that. I have 10 3 yes. Come on, you live close enough. You need to just go down there. Me? It would yeah. be like a six-hour drive. You oh, can... that's nothing. For me, it would be like I, a 56-hour drive. I'm pretty scared of New York City. I'd be crashing the cars. And you get a keychain if you pre-order at Target. That is cool. And the five dollar thing. And the five dollar thing. And the keychains are like eight bucks on hand. Ooh. See, I may have to go to Target. This sounds like the place to go. But you get the ten dollar <laughs> thing. Yeah, but when I get an eight dollar keychain and a five dollar, it was a five dollar gift it's card. It's an eight dollar keychain. How do you? Oh, they're the selling $8? on eight bucks on. I mean. Yeah. How much do these things sell for on eBay? Like eight bucks. This one's going for. Okay. It's a keychain. <laughs> Already. <laughs> and you love keychains. I know that you were talking about getting those Kirby ones. Well, I want real oh. Kirby ones. <laughs> Anyways. So you want to dig into financial stuff at all? Oh, wait, wait, wait. I got more. You have more? Okay. Mario Kart 8, 1080p and 60 frames per second. Oh yeah, confirmed. Try that. For the last confirmed. Yeah. Try that Xbox One. You can't do that. <laughs> yeah. Well, this is strange. Like, like right yeah. I mean, they're not yeah. even running at 1080p, and yeah, not even close to 60 wait, frames per second. Wait, wait, The Xbox One doesn't run at 1080p. No, not all games. Yeah. Most games, in fact, don't do that. Yeah. <laughs> so. At least 720p in 60 frames, or 1080p in like. 30 or 40. Yeah. They can't do both. Okay. <laughs> Why? The, what? It's just not ready. They're not ready for you. Yeah. They're not ready. <laughs> they weren't ready least, for this console. The, the, the 360 was on the verge of being able to handle that. How can, well, how can the Xbox... They're trying to push more polygons, you know? Yeah. It's like... Uh, I guess. I guess. I mean, that makes sense. They, they, they chose a different path. Yeah, I mean, well, their their path was wait two more years before they released the Xbox One, and they got caught off guard. That, that's what happened. Oh, you think they were not planning on releasing it, and then... Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah, I so think they were at... PS4 yeah. Then PlayStation yeah. said, oh, by the way, we're ready, and you're not. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, pretty much. So. Hmm. Um, any does, other Mario PS- stuff? Well, does oh, the, go ahead. Does yeah. the PS4 have any trouble handling 1080p? Not nearly as much. Interesting. They may have a couple instances, but not nearly as much. Huh. So, if that's baked into the hardware, for the next five years, Microsoft's stuck with this machine that can push a lot of pixels, but can't do it at high frame rates? Well, from what I heard is that it's just kind of hard to, like, program for it. It's hard to to make your game do both. Okay. Okay. So maybe in a few years we'll see it done, but not anytime soon. I, he, I've been searching for the past like three days. If there is a way to watch Mario Kart 8 in 60 frames per second on the internet, and I can't find a way to do it. Because everyone keeps telling me that in 60 frames per second it's going to blow away the 30 frames per second. You're saying that you're trying to find a way to do that on the internet right now? Yeah, like on YouTube. Like there's no way to I – like I, I can't find a way to do it. From what I've seen, or, or some other 60 frames per second videos on YouTube, um, you have to speed up the video to uh, two times or two x speed. Um, YouTube doesn't do 60 frames per second. 
Well, yeah, I've seen people like normal. record it. I've seen people like record it some way to where if you watch it normal, it's like slower, and then you speed it up to two X, and then it's sixty frames. Okay. <laughs> I'm serious. How does Go that look work? It up. If, if the original have, video is missing frames, how does that work? No, the, I guess the original video is like shot a little bit slower. And I don't know how it works, but there's like a Donkey Kong Tropical Freeze one that's six friends. You can go watch it. And like down in like the the comments or, or not the comments, whatever. Uh, the stuff about the video. This he video, has I, the instructions. Yeah, yeah this. Yeah, I, I, that's what I was looking for. I thought because I knew there's some. I thought there was a way to watch them in sixty frames, but the, this IGN video is telling me it's in sixty frames, but it's at seven twenty p. We'll see how good it looks. Anyways, <laughs> um, hey, Watch Dogs is coming out. It is. Um, I have to wait like a year, right? Yeah, <laughs> I don't have to. Hey, are you getting on on Xbox One? Um, I might. I don't know. Depends. Somehow, like the same day as Mario Kart Eight, though. Yeah. I, well, no, no. Then, <laughs> like, <laughs> <I'm> gonna, <laughs> my summer is going to be consumed with Mario Kart. Yeah, this Mario looks, Golf and this game looks pretty. Oh wow, sixty frames looks really good. Holy shit! I mean, holy cow! <laughs> now we're gonna have to put the explicit tag. Oh, I don't oh. see that. <laughs> holy yeah, cow! This actually looks really good. So what are you? You're watching the Mario Kart? Yeah, and IGN they have a sixty frames per it second is montage. Beautiful. It is real. Wow, holy cow! You can see that asphalt on that track. This actually makes a pretty big difference. And it's only in seven twenty p, so this will look even better on my television. And yeah, buffering yeah. from the internet. Yeah, not but yeah. Oh, I can't wait. It's Screenshots of this game already make it look like the best looking game ever made. So you can see Wario's beautiful pimples. Yeah, I heard you can like see the fat jiggling on Wario. <laughs> That's pretty great. <laughs> so, what character are you guys think you're going to play with? Because I want one of these Koopalings. Well, traditionally, I am a Koopa shell. Uh, Racer, who usually use that? I'm the turtle. Drive He's the fastest. Dry, dry bones. He's the fastest acceleration. I yeah, always, dry bones. I love dry bones. So he's not in this one. Um, yeah, but I, I, just, I just heard I, his name. I traditionally go for <laughs> fast acceleration and great handling. That's my traditional picking. Apparently, these carts now, the way you can customize them, makes a pretty big impact on how they handle and everything, how they play. Yeah. You had that still in the 3DS, but I'm not sure if you played that as much. I, apparently, it's like it's like full on in this one. The amount okay, of customization, so. and the, the effects. Now, are you guys heavy racers or lightweight racers? I'm lightweight, man. Yeah, I'm. I would say I'm a little bit lightweight. I like to play as Yoshi. So, I was in Double Dash. I was opting for like Bowser and the heavier ones because really? their speed was so much better. But in every other game I've played is lightweight. But then they can't really, they can't turn and... Yeah, they're maneuvering stuff. Yeah. Yeah. It's true. So, I don't know. Well, I'll experiment for sure. I'm curious about all the Koopalings behave. Yeah. But anyways, let's talk a little bit about financial stuff that did happen. <laughs> and the internet blew up a little bit. A little bit. The, the one thing I, I loved, uh, the, the bad had the weird headline I saw was uh, Nintendo loses X amount of money because Wii U sales are fizzling off, which, as someone that's informed, was a bit bizarre because Wii U sales will be on the increase and not the decrease recently. So, 
but they're not great sales. They're just not fizzling and they're going up. But anyways, they are slowly um, going up. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so anyways, I wanted to run through the updated million or million sellers list for Wii U. Yeah. So Super Mario Brothers U, 4.16 million. Pretty impressive. It was partly due to the bundling, I'm sure. Probably due to being a launch title. Nintendo Land, 3.09 million. So that's now second place. Um, Super Mario 3D World, uh, 2.17 million. Super Luigi U, 1.76 million, all by its lonesome. Pretty cool. That's pretty impressive. Uh, we Party U, 1.35 million, and Wind Waker 2, 1.22 million. So that is Wii U. So here, how can they also announce six point seventeen million Wii U consoles sold since its launch? Yeah. Mm-hmm. That, mean, that means a third of Wii U owners, only a third of them, bought Mario. Only a third. No, four of oh, the new Mario. The new Mario. Because if you a look third. at, I mean, Super Mario Brothers U, four yeah. out of six, that like that's a huge majority there. That's pretty phenomenal. Yeah, but that game's been out since launch. It is. But and, yeah. it came, and it came with, like, the last six months worth of systems. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Which, granted, is only, like, half a million. But right, right. <laughs> um, but doesn't that seem odd that there's there's no games to play, yet only a third of Wii U owners bought the best game to come out on the system? I find it. That is the, the question of 3D Mario's never sell as well as 2D Mario's, historically, right? I, uh, do it doesn't I? make sense. I don't it doesn't. Sense. It doesn't. It yeah. doesn't. That's so weird. Anyways, I mean, number two I is what? Nintendo Land that came packed with the system. Uh, to all of its defense, though, it is the fr- first on the list of non-packed and sold Wii U games. That's true. It was not ever packed in, ever given away. Or and it's, So it's the number one in that list. Um, it should also be noted that attach rate on Wii U, I think, is five to six, which is pretty high for the system, I feel. It is pretty high. That's excluding eShop stuff, so like NES Remix and that kind of stuff mm-hmm. is excluded. Now, Pokemon high. is up to 12.26 million sis, uh, sold. It's really good. Followed Which, by, yep. um, I did hear some people talk bad about that, saying, oh, are, is like Pokemon starting to kind of drop off? Because, um, you, you know, they had a previous one that sold like 15 million it's like, well, no, I, I wouldn't. Yeah, months. I was like, I would not count that a drop off at all. When you, use, yeah, it's it's only been a few months, and you already sold twelve million. Yeah, yeah. yeah I think I think gold seven. and silver sold fifteen million in its entire lifespan. So. Yeah, and heart gold sold silver sold around that, I believe. Yeah, so it didn't do it did good, but not, you know. Um, and the other kind of notables, I guess, Animal Crossing is a seven point six six, and the really interesting one is the very bottom of this list has Tomodachi Life, a Japanese only game up to this point at one point eight five million. So a Japanese only game made it to this list, and that's just kind of impressive that uh, one region was able to do that. Um, well, it's. I mean, that game is super Japanese. Yeah, it is. <laughs> I'm excited for it. We'll talk a little bit more about some of its weirdness this week. Um, was Was there a Nintendogs for 3DS? Yeah, it's up around three million, I guess. I didn't even know that was out. <laughs> and the sad part about that list, I just noticed, is if you look at the 3DS and you look at Super or the Paper Mario. 
2.21 million of Sticker Star. 2.51 million of Zelda Link Between Worlds. Like, aww, that's sad. Because Sticker Star is not nearly as good as Zelda. And why isn't Zelda so much higher? Sticker Star was so terrible. I was excited to play it. <laughs> I didn't play it. Did you play it? Yeah, oh, I played it. For I own it. It's in a shrink down like, for like eight bucks. I don't know. Probably about two or three hours, and I was like, yep, I'm done. And I've never played it again. <laughs> I own the Wii game. I'm kind of intrigued to play that one. I heard that one's pretty okay. That one is good. Yeah, okay. I like Paper Mario. All right, the older ones. Yeah, the older ones. Um, so 3DS sales up to 43.33 million units, with software at 162.92 million. So not half bad there. That's good. Um, and they also released this uh, this pretty good chart, if you want to compare uh, console sales through the years, all the way back to um, like the Famicom. So... Where's that? Um, I don't know. I'll send you a link. <laughs> Let me pull this up. I, I did, I did okay. see it earlier today. So, Yep. <laughs> we party you. I never even put that game in. I wonder how many of those people who got that game did not put it in. Like I put it in and played a round or two. It was decent, a single player. By halfway decent, I mean halfway or quarterly decent. Um... So, uh, Nintendo during this um, period lost $456 million, which is not a huge amount of money when you consider the situation of Wii U. And with <laughs> their vast <laughs> amount of money, it's, you know, well, they can weather it. For and, and hopefully now it'll start turning around now that they don't have to sell the Wii U at a loss. Exactly. Right? Yeah, so. Um, anything else on the financial stuff? I had a Time article I've been requested to talk about by Tim Robertson, <laughs> who historically doesn't like what Nintendo's up to. Um, oh, we can talk about it. Let's talk about it. Okay, let me pull up the article here. Yeah, I didn't and get by it. Historically, I, I mean that he is no longer a kid at heart. He doesn't like the Pikmin. <laughs> he doesn't like the Mario 3D. Well, he does like Mario 3D World. I shouldn't say that, but he likes the Call of Duties and that kind of stuff. He's, you know, I'm sick of Call of Duty. You know that um, that uh, latest trailer with the, uh, who? What's his name? The Kate, um, the uh, Castle Cards guy, Kevin Spacey, looks pretty great. All right, so I'm going to put this um, link into the the chat here for the hangout, so you guys can go check that out. I'm watching this Mario Kart video again. But this time article here. First off, I traditionally I kind of avoid the mainline magazines because I feel like specialized media knows what they're talking about and mainland magazines kind of are talking out of their butts to get to an agenda. Yeah, I I tried to stay away from it. Well, I did stay away from it. I saw this article. I looked over it for a second. And I'm like, you know, I'm going to read this because it's, I don't know. I, link I mean, very slanted and like, yeah, link pages. Yeah, yeah there we go. That's it. That's yeah, exactly what it is. But, you guys you know. fell for it. <laughs> <laughs> you guys yeah. clicked it. And now well, no, I, I avoided this until Tim Robertson said, hey, look at this. Make sure, you know, so I'll, you know, I'll talk about it a little bit. Um, so the interesting thing in this article is how it starts out that, you know, how Sony does is like, why is PlayStation 4 doing well? Because PS2 did well. People remember that. It's like, 
No, that is not at all what, what PlayStation 4. Okay, well, that makes no sense because <laughs> under that logic, Nintendo should be the best. Yes, like, the Wii U should be the best out there. By that yeah. logic, most company would never fail ever. Yeah. Most companies have done something successful at one point. Now, I have to make a comment um, about kind of that thing. Of So I was at the lunch table, and we were discussing, you know, steps and exercise and stuff, and I you know, pull out my Wii Fit U meter and, you know, showed her, you know, what it did and how if I didn't meet my calorie steps and all that, I could sync it up to Wii U and, you know, finish the day off with a workout and something to meet that. And the response, so she asked, you know, this is awesome, I, I kind of want that. Does it work on the Wii? And I said, no, it's for the next console, kind of competing with PS4 and Xbox One. And the response was, those bastards that, you know, because she already has a Wii, that, you know, she doesn't want to buy another one, you know, which is, I think, in the mass market of people, probably some of the Wii U's problems with Wii owners not wanting another one because they don't understand the whole console generational cycles. Yeah, but didn't Nintendo ditch those people? (laughs) What do you mean? Like, I don't know, like, the Wii U first came out, they kind of pitched it as, hey, it's the Wii, but it's also for the hardcore gamers, too. It's for everybody. And then somewhere along after it launched, it, it kind of felt like they they kind of said, well, screw all the people who bought the Wii. We're just going for, you know, the old people who used to buy our console. And now I don't really know who they're marking toward to at all. I don't even know. I follow them you the know, games as close as anybody. The games both. I, I mean, both. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. But, yeah, I mean, so it was interesting that this, I mean, the Wii Fit U idea is obviously, it's I've lost eleven pounds since last since May began. So oh wow, um, I'm that's, working on that stuff now. I'm back in the Wii Fit U you and lost eating a pound right. A day. So what is that? That's a pound a day. That's a pound a day. Free, yeah, that is a pound a day. And that's what I noticed in the scale. It's like I'm down one pound and boom. So yeah, that's how most. That's how a, a good exercise and diet regimen starts out. We'll see how long that continues before the plateaus start. But I'm very encouraged by that. But anyways. Cool. Um, we Fit You is a cool idea that you know normal people can understand and get a grasp of, but uh, they don't want to buy a system mm-hmm. just for that. And you... they may not be gamers, but they think that idea is cool. So, well, it's, did you uh, notice how yeah. We Fit You is not on those top sales charts? It's not, but I'm not sure how it would qualify because you have all those people that bought the pedometer that didn't really buy the game; they got the free game, and mm-hmm. yeah, the retail. I, I feel like more people own this game via the free mechanism than they would buying it when it came out. I don't think that many people own this game, period. Even the free version? I feel a lot yeah. of people downloaded it. I guess. I'm not so, sure how many fit meters got sold, though, to unlock it, you know. <laughs> so, yeah, anyways, that was just a an, just an observation of, you know, a lot of those Wii owners, they don't understand console cycles and don't even want to, you know get an upgrade that's HD and different games and all that kind of stuff. But the article, let's go back to the article. So, um, Aaron, what kind of things did you... No, I just just kind of looked at it, and I'm like, I'm not going to deal with this right now. (laughs) (laughs) Because, I mean, it's so so dumb. Like, why why are people so quick to want something to fail? I mean, I've talked about this before. Like, I have never wanted something to fail. Like, I, you know, that's just... So one of the things that were pointed out is there's not enough first-party software to to make the system work as a as something to own. 
um, and the third parties are fizzling out, which is very true. Third parties, there's a huge problem there with like, there's I'm nothing. not sure if we'll have there's any third party. Nothing coming out. Nothing. Yeah, we get, pretty we much. We got Watchdogs. We got Skylanders. We got Skylanders, it. Watchdogs, and Bayonetta. Yeah, so that is a huge problem. But as far as first party games go, um, these are all, except for two, exclusive to Wii U and pretty amazing. So I'm going to go through this list. So um, Wind Waker HD is not in this pile, but that's something as well as We Fit You and We Sports Club. Those are three um, things there. Super Mario 3D World, Pikmin 3. Lego City Undercover, Wonderful 101, New Super Luigi U and Mario U, Nintendo Land, Zombie U, Sonic Lost World, Donkey Kong, also have Rayman Legends, Sonic All-Star Transformed Racing. So those are just, I think, the best versions of these games available anywhere. And that's a good chunk of games that most people will be satisfied with for quite a while, I feel. And quite a variety there. You got, you know, a horror survival game zombie you get a lego game that's only available here pikmin 3 mario i mean you have a wide variety and that's not including um you know the mario karts and stuff that are coming out this year so i feel software is there and there's plenty of first party exclusives that are there but um the question is outlook what what's i guess e3 will answer that question what, what's yeah. the first party outlook look like well, like I've said this before, but if you take Wii U's lineup and put it against Xbox One's or PS4's, it's to me, it looks a lot better. I you know I, I don't know how these people can make these arguments without you know it, at those other systems. This article feels like it was written by someone that doesn't own a Wii U and doesn't know what that experience is. He mentions oh it's over you know people want uh, great graphics and they don't care about the controller thing, and I think that's coming from a point of. The, the real argument there is Nintendo advertised this system like crap and they didn't really tell you why it's unique and cool and different. They're still not. They're still not. And that's the problem. <laughs> like, the, the, the hardware is... It's fairly powerful. It's definitely more powerful than PS3 or 360. The games look beautiful, the ones that are done yeah. by good developers. It's plenty powerful enough to make games that are acceptable. And the gamepad more is not acceptable. a gimmick. It's something that was copied by Microsoft, or by Microsoft and Sony. In poorer and less successful ways, I might add. Um, I mean, I'd say uh, even if the gamepad is just a mechanism for menus and switching items and getting all the the text off the TV, I am I am okay with that as being what it exists for. People seem to really want the the gamepad to exist for you know super special specialized reasons, which it can. I'm sure Nintendo's going to show us games that'll do that, but I'm okay with it just being a controller. That you know gives me a few extra things like a touch screen, or let me play in bed while I wake up, or let me play in bed. Yeah, like I'm okay with it just being that. People seem to really have a problem that Nintendo is not doing anything else with it. You know, I'm okay with what it's what it is and what they're. And uh, this article also mentions the 3DS's backward sale motion. It's like the 3DS is doing great. What are you throwing the 3DS on the bus for? What this? It seems such like a. It's a very slanted piece, is what I'm trying to get at. Um, Link bait. Yeah, very much so. But yeah, I think that's kind of our feelings on it. You know, we're not ignoring the fact that the Wii U is not doing well, but that's not saying oh, that the Wii U terrible. is... It's doing terrible. It's, it's the worst console that Nintendo's ever sold besides the Virtual Boy, as far as sales, as far as market appeal. But that's not saying... I'm not sure why the market appeal isn't there, because this system is probably my favorite Nintendo console outside of the 3DS. You know... 
So GameCube sold twenty million by the end of its lifespan. The Wii U is going to beat that, I think. I would hope so. Um, yeah, kind of speaking to something that I mean that you just said, John, and also we brought it up multiple times. It's about you know the Wii U has so many games, and I just think every time I get on to like the Xbox One, I have a lot of friends on there. And I'll get on during the week and just turn it on and see what's going on. And uh, more of like a social thing, just to mm-hmm. see what people are up to. And we get to a party, and we all are not really doing anything. We're just like browsing around. And we all say the same thing, like, I wish there was more games. And we're not doing anything. <laughs> we're not doing anything on the Xbox. So I don't see what what the appeal is. So. So here's the end of this article, which is pretty uh, terrible. Um, Nintendo's problem is that it, it's in that deadliest of platform catch-22s where you need a slew of standout signature games to make your case leveraged by third-party support for all your AAA multi-platform titles. The company has too few of the former, which I think is BS, and a shrinking dearth of the later at this point. Third parties have either abandoned the system or failed to sign up for duty in the first place. Their worries doubtless confirmed for the second cycle running with these latest financial results. Mm. And that's why people aren't buying the Wii U. Enthusiasts view it, it as anemic, Casual gamers see it as overpriced, and there simply aren't enough diehard loyals to the beloved Nintendo brand to make up those deficiencies. Proof is in those figures. So that's what uh, this article closes out with. But um, I think E3 will answer a lot of questions about first party and certainly third party. I don't think we'll see third parties there really. Do we? Does, do we need third parties on this system? If Nintendo can pump them out at the rate they did, I think last the end the second half of last year was fantastic. So if the rest of this year is like that, and we have a ton of announcements, and there's a game a month, I'd be very happy with just having that, you know? Well, I don't think Nintendo can do it on its own, but I think Nintendo... Looking they partner at the, out. Looking at the traditional third parties as they have been the past decade or 15 years, might be the wrong way to look at it. They might need to look at indies and other, you know, ways to kind of fill those holes where they're NES not... NES Remix was yeah. a great thing to do. Um, also... Third parties, I think it may become more of a um, we call it second party. Where with Wii Fit U, that was in development. Nintendo is developed by Namkai or Bandai, I think. Um, Wii Sports Club developed by someone else other than Nintendo. So by using other developers for first party titles, that's a way to make sure you have software as well. Well, what's I think? Well, people know that. Eventually, the Xbox One, the PS4, are going to have a ton of third-party games. People know that. The thing they is, people, yep. the people don't know. Like, we know that's going to happen to the, the, those two systems. It's that's just, the scare of what you You don't have yeah, third-party Yeah, we don't know what's going to happen. We know we'll get Nintendo games, but we don't know what else is going to happen. And that's why I think people are still shaky when they get these financial stuff. Because the Xbox and PS4 don't have them now, but we know they will. We but don't the know question is, are PS4 and Xbox One people... After they have some money saved up after a year or so, will they look over Wii U and see all these great first-party titles that they don't have and maybe pick it up? Well, you know, a lot of people will still buy their Nintendo system as their second system, you know, just for Nintendo games. They do. Um, and I don't think that would... So when would that happen? When would that start to be a thing? When Mario Kart comes out. I feel like, literally, <laughs> when Mario Kart comes out, I feel like people are going to see that game and they're going to want to play it. It's, it's all... Mario Kart is literally going to push this system for the next six months. Yeah. Until Smash Brothers comes out. Unless they, unless Nintendo reveals something like crazy awesome that's bound to come out in the next few months, which I don't see happening. X, Bayonetta 2, and Hyrule Warriors are all slated for summer in Japan. 
We don't know when it's coming to the U.S. Yeah, but are those those aren't systems? Those are Japan system sellers. Those aren't. They are no. North I think X might sellers. be uh, in bayonetta. I've heard for some people, not huge market. No, yeah, here in the states, they're not. Definitely not system sellers. People will buy them. I know, I know a couple people who have PS4s who are thinking about buying a Wii U just for Bayonetta because they played the first one and liked it. But yeah, absolutely. Definitely not mass market like Nintendo needs. No, <laughs> not at all. Uh, but so. yeah, so um, I think that kind of. I think it's enough on that topic, right? We covered it. Yeah, I, they're I mean, they're I, in trouble for sure, but that doesn't stop them. That doesn't stop them from putting out some of the best games they've ever made in their entire lives. Like they're I mean, hey, yeah, desperate look. Nintendo mode where they're making the best stuff they ever had. So this is a great time <laughs> to get aboard. You know, I mean, Mario Kart's number one on Amazon, and it's still not out for another twenty days. Um, it's I think, I mean, the 3ds. We we forgot that the 3ds did ter- terrible until you know a while in. Granted, the Wii is doing a lot worse than the 3DS. Even, yeah, but, but um, it turned around once it got right. games. Yeah, so I still think the Wii U will sell 10 million consoles by the end of the year. Like that's easy for me to say. Well, now, and I people think. are saying that Nintendo's estimates are like they're going to sell three million the rest of the year. That's Mario Kart and Smash. And that seems that, low to me, actually. Uh, it does, and I think what even said we're very much underestimating this time around because that first time around we overestimated the crap of this. We thought we'd sell like twenty million, and that didn't happen. <laughs> so I think they're just like putting out the lowest number they can. And when next year's reports come, it's like. We sold 500 yeah, times looks, our yeah, anticipated awesome, yeah. rate, and boom, that might I happen. I mean, they said 3 million by in a whole year. I could see them selling 3 million, like, in by the end of summer because of Mario Kart, so. Yeah, so I think that, I don't pay attention to their guidance because I think they're really under low-blowing, hopefully at least. So, anything else, Aaron, on that topic? Nope. Let's move on. Okay, excellent. <laughs> um... One question I wanted to pose. I was playing Wii Fit U quite a bit. And in the boxing, you, you don't have a shirt on. So I noticed these, <laughs> they don't got no nipples. They're, they're, they're nippleless. And I noticed other nipples. bodily features of Mies. They don't have no gender parts at all. So um, that's in relation to the Tomodachi craziness that the internet exploded with. That I don't think Nintendo anticipated at all. Because this is just a localization effort of a Japanese game. Are you talking about um, the same-sex relationship? Yeah, so I noticed Mies, they're kind of genderless to begin with, and you can make a male me look female <laughs> if you wanted to, because they, really, they don't have breasts, they don't have got none of the parts, you know? You can't, yeah, you can't be attracted to someone if they don't have breasts. Well, I mean, um, yeah, I'm just saying, <laughs> they don't got the parts. Uh, the, Mies okay, are here's, genderless. Here's the thing about that, though. How are they falling in love, then? <laughs> if if they're genderless, then why even let you choose male or female? Exactly. It, it's a, <laughs> So you choose male or female to help the customizer help make it easier to make that knee. Make it look like a female or make it look like a male? Yeah, even though the the parts are missing. Then why not just give you a a big yellow smiley face? I mean, half that Tomogachi trailer was of me's falling in love with each other. Yeah, Yeah, that's a big part of the game. So there's no same-sex relationships because this is... Not in the original game, and they're not recoding it. They're just translating it. Well, um, I know that now they know for next time. Now they know for next time <laughs> that people care about this stuff. And um, for if, if a sequel comes, they did announce that we'll include that to be more inclusive of everybody. Um, you know, people are comparing this to The Sims. I, much, 
sure if that's an opt comparison. I think it's le- The Sims is so mundane as I'm living in a house. I'm controlling exactly what this person is doing. This seems more like I'm looking in. Sims is so micromanaged. I can't stand it. Yeah. So this is much less micromanaged as you're looking in on what they're doing. Um, I think part of it might have been these me's kind of do whatever the heck they want. And how freaked out would your five-year-old be if they, you know, went in and viewed that happening maybe? And I don't know. Maybe that's part of it. I don't know. I don't see what would be freaked out game. about it. I mean, the game's already... It's its already well, if, very you know, mild, I love if so I could why? marry my dog in this game and do crazy stuff like that. Like, I don't know. What? Like, if it, you what know... What did you just say? Well, you <laughs> can, your dog. Like, this is a quirky and weird game. Why not let us marry pets and weird things like that in the game, you know? Because it's, so, it's all weird already, so let's just make this as bizarre as possible. You know? Yeah, I don't. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. That's a little off the rails. I don't know about marrying dogs. <laughs> well, you're, yeah, I don't know. People love the dogs. I guess so. it's true. I mean, there was that woman that married a, like a Ferris wheel. That was what? Oh yeah, you a can look that up. Married a Ferris, a Ferris <laughs> but, wheel. Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah. People are thinking this is a <laughs> simple thing to change and recode, and it's it's definitely not. I mean. It, seems like you have to, if you're going to do it right, you have to retool a major mechanic of the game with procreation and how that all works. And uh, you'd have, It seems like it It seems like it gets getting a lot of criticism before people have actually played this game. That us Americans just looking at it without playing it know what the right answer is automatically. I don't know. Maybe I'm missing something. I probably I'm not buying the game because I'm, I'm very upset. You're joking, right? Yeah, I am. Okay, good. <laughs> <laughs> and I gotta set something straight. It is Tomodachi. Tomodachi is not a Japanese word, I gotta say. It's a last name sometimes, but it's not a Japanese word used in any regard to friend or anything like that. So, Tomodachi. <laughs> Anyways. Any any comments, Aaron, on this one? I, I don't know. If I, uh, I, I don't mean to offend anybody when I talk about this stuff. I just don't know how to, you know. No, no, I'm just all for same-sex couples. I have tons of friends. I'm I'm all for it. I've never been in the game, but I don't understand the anger of thinking Nintendo's going to recode an entire game, and I don't think it'll... I understand the reason why people would want to speak out, because if you just let it go, if you let it go, then it's you're you're getting pushed to the side. In retrospect, it was good they spoke out, and now the sequel would have that. But um, to expect... Unrealistic things of them recoding a game that's due out in a month, that's unrealistic. And expecting well, them to delay I, the game while they recode it is even I, more unrealistic because I, I want that summer game, and a lot of people do as well. Well, I don't think it's that people upset that they're not going to recode. I think it's people upset that, that how it was coded to begin with. Yes, that was it. And they they got their word out, and now Nintendo knows to change it in the future, so it was a success. So. In Japan, I don't think same sex marriages aren't. Uh, they're not well, in Japan, so I'm not sure they could do that in Japan. Uh, well, uh, all right. Same-sex marriage is not as prevalent in Japan. It's However, there are homosexual people in Japan. There There's are. a lot it's because their po- they because their because their population is actually going down. So um, that was one of their their problems. Actually, that they're they're trying to figure out what to do. Well, is uh, that also because, because of population density and they just don't have room for them? Uh, from from what I've heard, from <laughs> people disappear from some <laughs> well, Japanese. I mean, you know, and money's tighter, so you don't have as many kids. That's well, the thing of the time. what I've heard from some some Japanese. 
Japanese for exchange students is that in Japan they blame it all on on homosexuals. So, <laughs> okay, I'm, I'm, I'm just telling you that's what I hear. So I don't know. Yeah, it yeah. is totally against the law. But uh, so I'm not sure would Japan as a country not even allow that kind of thing in their games. Like, I don't so to so expect an original game then to expect you know a re- yeah. So I'm, I don't know. It's all about yeah. expectations, I guess. I'm in I'm in Wikipedia, and it says <laughs> Article 24 of the Japanese Constitution states that quote marriage the shall be the Japanese Constitution <laughs> states that marriage <laughs> shall be based only on the mutual consent of both sexes and shall be maintained through mutual cooperation with the equal rights of husband and wife as a basis. Um, yeah. So husband and wife are in there. So. Uh, but guys, I'm also uh, hoping that we can start a petition for Animal Crossing marriages. <laughs> Come on, we Wii go. version. I want to marry some. You, you want to marry? Carmen. What's the per? Yeah, Carmen. We got some beautiful babies. Some you uh, rabbit don't human even babies. have same-sex marriage, but you want bestiality. Yeah. <laughs> oh, <man. laughs> Let's oh. do it. We went oh, there. It's it. terrible. Yeah, that's bad because because your character is a person in there. Yeah, so. he's a total human. He's a human. A they, should, uh, they should have that. You know, I've asked Carmen to move in. And she always rejects me. I got me. a penguin moving in my town. I'm excited. Yeah. So wasn't it in the first Animal Crossing you had horns? Like, yeah, it was weird. No, it was the hat you had on, I think, had horns. I don't know. I thought <laughs> that you had horns. I thought that was just a thing because, I don't know, but... But anyways, I thought I'd bring up the Animal Crossing marriages thing, because I think that should be a thing. Quite honestly, it'd be great. You know. It'd be great, Tim said. It would. It would be great. Or, even if I can't marry him, why can't the other villagers, you know, marry each other? They'd become interesting. It would be interesting if they could marry, like, have The Animal Crossing couples break up. And yeah, and then you kids. could just deal with all yeah, this stuff. Yeah, that'd be so great. Yep. You'd have all this and the kids, And the kids would have to go trade trade house on, like, the yeah. weekends. And- <laughs> that'd be awesome. I- you would have two, get this, you would have two rooms. You would have two bedrooms. You could, Yes. That's this, extra This space is a great idea, stuff. Nintendo. Animal Crossing, <laughs> marriages, <laughs> and divorces. <laughs> Yeah. Same sex and and bestiality. Yeah, I was thinking like this game could just get really crazy to where if you if like your wife leaves you and like the kid doesn't like you, you gotta try to win back the like the kid's affection by giving him all these gifts and playing games you know, with them. You know what would be awesome <laughs> in Animal Crossing if you had like if you bought a computer in your house and you had like a there was like an Animal Crossing social network you went on and like <laughs> gossiped about people and like said yeah. stuff. No, would be, be? No, be bizarre if you had. Tomodachi and Animal Crossing the same system. You open the computer and view your Tomodachi world for a couple <laughs> minutes and you go back to Animal Crossing. What if in Animal you could Crossing... Ne- you, you wouldn't have to leave Animal Crossing ever. Instead of having like a shovel and like a, a you know, like a all those stupid tools you have, you had like a smartphone and you just walked around looking at your smartphone <laughs> yeah. all the time. You're taking selfies You're and games. pictures yeah. and everything. <laughs> and that's all everyone did. Like everyone you talked to, you just, instead of talking to them, you like messaged them. Yeah, and you would text them. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Animal uh, Crossing app. Come on, Nintendo. That's going to be number two on your list after we fit you. It'd be called Animal Crossing. Duh. <laughs> <laughs> hashtag duh. Hashtag, yeah. hashtag Animal Crossing. That's what it'd be called. Hashtag Animal Crossing. Yeah. I love it. So, um, I, I totally we, we, we all think Animal Crossing for Wii U is coming this winter. No, I don't. You don't? I don't see it. It's too soon. 
There's no room. I think I it's coming. I think it's coming, like, winter, yeah. uh, probably at the start of next year. That's what I think. But Animal Crossing, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, I feel like we always see it in Japan first, and then we always see the translated version everywhere else. That's the curious thing. Will they do the Pokemon-style thing with this? Oh, yeah. yeah. Pokemon-style. Worldwide launch. Worldwide? Worldwide. Maybe. I mean, I'd like it, but I just don't... I don't know. We'll see. Is that the game the Wii U needs right now? I don't know. No, but it's an easy game to... I feel... So, the weird thing with Animal Crossing... It seems like one of the easiest games to code, except for the language. The the there's so the text, many assets. I don't the tech, well, they can farm that stuff out pretty easily. Like make this uh, bench that you know, that's the easy thing to outsource. I feel, but the language and the text is that's the, the hard part. That's yeah. that's the hard part of this game and the, the, the length game. of development. It's the text. Yeah, so it's, it's an author's game. You know, so it's, it's a we'll book. see. I, I, it's not that I don't want to see it. I just don't see it. I'd rather see a Metroid. You don't see it yet. I don't but you'll see it, see it this, But you'll see it this winter. E3. <laughs> I'd love to be proven wrong. I want, an, I want hashtag Animal Crossing. Hashtag Did you know they printed Animal these Crossing. manuals in the USA back in the day? It's pretty great. Where'd Anyways. they print the game? Thanks, Obama. Outsourcing <laughs> <laughs> yeah. our manuals. It's made in Japan, but the manual is printed in, Japan, in America. They don't have paper in Japan. It's all it's full people. That's true. It's true. No trees. Um, so speaking of trees. Double Dash, I just won the. I played it quite a bit. At finally unlocked Special Cup. I've never played those races before. Never unlocked them. Um, I feel like Double Dash looks better than the Wii version. I feel it does too. Um, yeah. So I just <laughs> wanted to point out some really cool things that this game did that other games haven't done since. Um, the the first cool thing is just the special items. That each pair of racers get. So, like with Bowser and Baby Bowser, you have this huge Bowser shell that you can swing around the course. Uh, and every pair has a special item. So, that's kind of a cool thing that they got away with, that they got away from. That I feel will be cool to return at some point. Um, the other just intriguing thing is the you have the two item thing where you have some of them with two items. That's kind of cool and different. Um, and just the notion of two racers being there is just really awesome and kind of bizarre. Yeah, that game was like the last co-op game where you would like go over to someone else's house. You know, like that's that's what I remember of it. It was, it, it was the last time I ever went over to someone else's house to play a game. Co-op. Can you play eight-player double dash with four players with four people on the screen? I don't you know, know how four, you would do you that because you don't have enough controllers. If you do a LAN. Could oh, you do I've, that? I never tried it, man. So. Okay. Does it say on the back of the box? Um, it says you can connect up the eight GameCubes, so that's kind of vague. As Does it really players. say that? On eight GameCubes, yeah. We should do that one day. We should just get eight GameCubes, <laughs> land them together, and play Holy Double Dash. Cow. Crazy. Well, I'm born I've got one. I could, You know, they're cheap. You can just buy a bunch of GameCubes. And one. <laughs> Game 50 bucks are only like 20 bucks. Yeah. yeah, 20 to 50 bucks for GameCube. Whoa, 50 bucks, you're getting ripped off for a GameCube. Really? That's what I want for. I feel like the ones at my used game store by my house are all like 20 bucks. I don't know, I've seen a lot of for like 40 to 50 with uh, like the Game Boy Player, so that one seems like a pretty good deal. That's a good deal. deal. Oh, that's a good yeah. deal, because the Game Boy Player is awesome. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, Double Dash, I'm really impressed with just how it all works, and I love that, you know, they're juggling the, the mushrooms when they have three of them, and they're yeah. doing just funny things with them. Uh, you know, it's... Well done. 
And with Star, when I was the Rainbow, the Star thing, I would steal items from people. That's kind of cool. They they did a lot of just different things. Like This felt like the most different Mario Kart game ever. I'm watching an eight-player land party on YouTube. Oh, and awesome. and it took a lot of skill too. The frame to, like, rate is so horrible. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and this um, it's a hard game. Like Double Dash, I was having some struggle. Yeah, you had me. to really communicate if you were playing with another person on like the back of your cart. Yeah, because when yeah. you turn, if they if they hit the the triggers too, then you can get like a little speed boost and get those yeah, corners so real sharp. You need a special start. Yep. Two people, and I love when you get hit the behind the backs, like hanging off the back of it. Yeah, and uh, when you're playing as Yoshi in the back, he'll use his tongue to attack people next to you, which is really yeah, just a cool touch. Uh, yeah, that cool. was one of the things I forgot. You could, if you're on the back, you could try to like attack people. Yeah, you could attack people, which even is with awesome. just your tongue or something for Yoshi. Yeah, it's great. So, double dash. It's I was inspired to play. You know, being able to Mario Kart Eight to to. How how much did you play of Mario Kart Wii? Did you play a lot of that? Not a ton, I guess. I didn't say. play. Like, I should probably load that one up again. But it was fun because like some of these double dash races, I first played them on my 3DS for Mario Kart Seven. It's like I played this. Oh, that's from Mario Kart Seven. Oh, that's how it was different and all that stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mario Kart Wii was just a huge letdown because of the controls. I feel you don't like the wheel. Nope. No, that's no. They too no. much focus on that. Yeah, yeah. Um, do you guys have any other topics before we get to the bombshell of the week? What was the bombshell? Because you know, you know the po- bombshell. <laughs> yeah, uh, I'm gonna be the big. All right, so I got a couple things before that. Let me just go down my list. See what we haven't covered. Um. Yes, we got all that. Shovel Knight um, was submitted to Nintendo. Oh, nice. Yes, yeah, that is from Kickstarter's website they announced. So. There is also a $500 NES made of aluminum up for, mm. I think, pre-order mm. or something. With HDMI output and some cool stuff. <laughs> I don't know. It's kind of weird. Why it's kind of bizarre. Weird. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Did you say a 3DS with HDMI output? No, an NES. Oh, an NES. Oh, made okay. of aluminum. It's very interesting. Uh, in, in the U.S., we just call that aluminum. I was being fancy. <laughs> you know, being fancy. Okay. Did you guys not, hear that? Not Johnny Ive. Aaron, Aaron, is <laughs> still coming out of your window there? No, this is. What are you talking about over here? Behind you. What is that? No, over, even more. That right there? That thing I just covered up? No, that's yeah, a, yeah. That's a light. We have a bunch of. Oh, down in my basement. Like, it's like 10 30. How is it still bright? It's yeah, it's, we got a lot of lights down here. so oh, That's good. That's good. Anyways, what's what's next up on our list here? <laughs> um, let's see. Uh, Temple of Time was recreated using Unreal Engine 4. That's cool. Go check it out. It, it looks pretty nice. So. It's very cool. Um, and then, other than that, I just got what I've been playing this week. Oh! Okay, so what I've been playing Mario was, Golf. was Kirby. I played a little yep, bit Kirby, Kirby early in a week, and then I picked up Mario Golf this weekend, and I played two games of it, and it was it was pretty fun. And I have a feeling I like the this brag game, I beat me in the third. Oh, we're gonna get to that. Um, <laughs> I have a feeling that this game is going to take over, like you know, because now that I'm like working, I I get home and I don't really feel like doing a whole lot. It's a perfect casual game. It. Where you yeah, just, it's like, so it fun, and it it has just the well. I would say for me, it it has a little bit less. Uh, um, I don't know tweaking that you can do uh, as far as like the 
the ball control. I was kind of talking about that, but it's still it's still really fun. So it's yeah, it's a really nice. Casual the lockables, like it feels like there's always something to lock for like a hundred hours, probably. Yeah, um, and then I did uh, play against him and yep, uh, online mode versus. And let me just go ahead. I can't get that right, but. Just, did you just, you didn't even leave the screen? Oh, that's your iPad. Okay. Yeah, it's the iPad. It's it's all screwing up here. I don't know how to do this. Basically, he beat me by uh, a sudden death <laughs> tournament at the very end where we were tying the whole match, and uh, he beat me. Okay, here we go. Here we go. So he won, right? Everyone, everyone look at that if you're watching the video feed. See Tim over there in his little Yoshi costume crying. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's because I was in just a costume. You had the real deal of Yoshi. I did have the real Yoshi, but you've also had this game much longer than I have. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, was, I, I changed it down because I was just going to be Star Bowser and beat your, beat your butt. But I turned yeah. it down to make it a little bit more even, you know. Can't wait for Mario Kart. We can really bash each other. Oh, this will be great. Mario Kart, yeah. it's going to be awesome. Uh, <laughs> yeah, let's get my practice it. trash talking. So. Yeah, we will. No, it was just fun. It was a, it was a fun game. That's cool. John, pick this game up. Mario Kart. 30, bucks. Oh, 30 yeah. bucks. It's it, it's so worth it. Like, I was actually questioning it uh, the other day when I picked it up. Did like, we talk about this know. last week? Did we talk about this? Yeah, did you get 3D Land yet? No, because I'm playing Kirby. Oh, okay. I don't. I'm not made of money. See? I can't. Okay. <laughs> as long as you got. Well, you're not made of money. Uh, as long yeah. as you got something you're playing. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Um, I mean, I never. I don't see any compelling reason for me. Everyone's. Everyone who plays it like is in love with it, but I just don't see the appeal of Mario Golf. I'm sorry. I think the online ter- uh, the online competition is a lot of, a lot of yeah. Awesome. And Aaron, isn't this a slow game? Weren't you just complaining about slow games with sub sub wars? Oh, this is not slow. No, it's yeah, it is fast paced. Yeah, How know. can golf be fast paced? It's be, well because golf, it's not yeah. like it's it's like Hot Shots golf is the best way to compare it to. I mean, it's it's like it's not it's like wacky play the golf and, game. This is your yeah. fast paced action adventure golf game. It is in cartoon style. If I get this and there's no action adventure, I'm going to be. <laughs> there is action adventure. You like run around and you find where the courses are. It's like you you have like a, a clubhouse and you can go talk to all the the characters from from various Mario games. And um, it's pretty solid. Yeah, pretty solid. yeah, it's pretty fun. If it's um, box, it's like I care what Toad's got to say about golf. Oh, you want to oh. hear what Toad has to say about golf? <laughs> he tells you how to how to put some backspin on your ball and stuff. So. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, it's it's a really good game, and I uh, I see there's some of the spots that are open for like the like the DLC maps and stuff. So yeah, I'll get so. the DLC at some point, probably sometime when, when they're all out. I think I'll just get them all. Yeah. Once. Um, but what I was going to say is, oh yeah, whenever we were playing, um, at the end of playing a a match online, you get your country's flag, like a whole. Um, uh, suit or what do you say, like uniform or whatever, of your country's flag. So, uh, Tim, whenever you and I finish, we got the red, white, and blue one. Yep. And then it says when you play against people from like uh, like another country, then you cha- you switch with them and you get their costume as well. Also, know this, Aaron. You can change your flag whenever you want. It's not based in your region of your system. Oh, uh, that's pretty cool. But just what you choose to be playing it. So you can change it as often as you want. So we could collect them all between ourselves pretty quickly. Yeah. Which you, you may could, want to do. And you could do it yourself in, like, ten minutes. Well, I don't own two <laughs> copies of Mario Golf. I oh, yeah, that's true. I don't want to do that. I'm not that crazy. Do you have multiple copies of Pokemon, right? Well, that's serious. Pokemon, Aaron. <laughs> Pokemon is special. It's a special butterfly. 
And it's X and... Well, I own... I'm trying to think. I just own two copies of Pokemon. X and Y. I don't own yeah. three. Well, you did for a second, but... Yeah. So, um, I've been playing a lot of Wii Fit U this week, a lot of Mario Golf, and Double Dash. Played some Starfighter on my PS2. I could not beat that final level. That's pretty aggravating. Pretty difficult. Um, that's about it. Anything you've been playing, John, before we get to Pokemon? Mm, I've been playing a lot more Animal Crossing. I'm getting back into Animal Crossing slowly. I got a letter from my Animal Crossing mom today. I didn't check that. I played today, but I didn't check my mailbox. Yeah. I had to bury a time capsule today. Ooh. <laughs> what? You bury a time capsule in Animal Crossing? Oh, yeah, you so, haven't done that yet? Yeah. How do you do that? So someone came up to me and was like, yo, I got this time capsule and I'm too lazy to bury it. Can you bury it for me? I was like, sure. What? And How I that happened? Just I could have event? opened this up and like you know just looked at it, but I didn't. I actually went and buried it. So, so how's that happen? Just random person. It's random. Yeah, yeah it's random. Um, it's that. it's really cool because uh, if you if you go back, like you know, it usually takes like more than a week. Then they'll be like, hey, uh, can you go you know find that time capsule? And if you still know where it is and you go find it, there's always like a really funny letter in there. Now, like is there an X under it once you bury it? Yes. Yeah. But does it stay there? Like, tomorrow, will I go back and be able to see the same spot? Well, what I've noticed is that... All right, so I always uh, do it in the same place. So if they ask me, like, to bury it, I always put it right in front of their sign of, of their house. That's so smart. I know where it's going to be. Yeah. Um, and I noticed that, like, the first day when you put it there, it'll show the little spot where it is. But all the other days, it won't be there until the day that they're going to say that they want you to go find it. And then it'll pop back up again. Cool. Yeah. Hmm. So you won't dig it up thinking it's a fossil or something. Yeah, I don't dig anymore because I have all the fossils. So. <laughs> yeah, I still need, like, seven, six, yeah. something like that. I have one more. Oh. I've been looking for that one for you, uh, the mammoth. Or a mammoth head. Mammoth head, yeah. Yep. I thought one of our listeners said they had that. He did, but I never. It was art. I never got up with him on it. Oh, <laughs> get up with I, him on that. He might. Say, yeah, yeah, maybe. Yeah. I, I feel like I should do it on my own, but I probably part of the community of Animal Crossing. Yeah. I know. Yeah. Um, so I was playing one day, and I was like thinking to myself, I was like, man, I've been buying so many. Uh, plants trying to get um, like the golden axe, and I'm not getting it. I was like, screw it, I'm just gonna give up on this. And then, the, uh, and then like the next day, I was like, you know what? I think I'll try. And I went and bought one plant, and then he's like, oh, here's a golden axe. You were gonna give up? Yeah, because I was like, I've been doing this so long. Yeah, it takes forever. Doesn't take fifty or something. And I was like, I feel like I've been doing this for like since I got the game, and so. <laughs> <laughs> It's yep. not even worth it. I mean, it's worth it because Golden Axe is great, awesome. I hate going through axes. That's yeah, so it sucks. Yeah. So now I actually feel like I want to kind of rearrange my town and you know put some trees where I want them to be and stuff. So I've been rearranging my flowers. It's quite. Nice. <laughs> I have huge flower forests in my town. I got two of them. <laughs> yeah, I thought about so like yesterday I turned on the game. I'm like, yeah, I'm gonna go. You know take out some trees and plant some more and I'm going to plant some flowers and then I started up the game and it was uh, like someone's birthday party and I'm like oh let me go to this person's birthday party <laughs> and then and then something came up so I just closed my 3DS and then today I, I opened it up and I was still at the birthday party so I made it like what? an all nighter <laughs> I made it an all nighter <laughs> well it did once I left he their house blasted. he got blasted uh, okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah I got blasted so I, I had to leave <laughs> free t-shirts man those are the best 
I miss those college t-shirts, guys. Yeah. <laughs> so, Pokemon? Yeah. What, what's this you speak about, Pokemon? Well. This chip. Yeah, well, you know, I thought we would be getting Z uh, next. Yeah, me too. But um, evidently we're getting Omega Ruby and Alpha Sapphire, which is coming this November for 3DS. This is the third generation. We've had Fire Red, Leaf Green, Soul Silver, Heart Gold, and now Omega Ruby and Alpha Sapphire. And this is rather awesome because I've never played these this this region. Mm, it's the worst. I, I've it's heard worst? It's, I've heard it's the most unique and different. Yeah, it's very different from all the other. <laughs> Which might be probably. good, and if they remastered it in a cool way, maybe it, you'll like it this time. Did you see the video they posted? The, well, this like, is the, the video. Footage, this, quote unquote. This, well, this video is kind of hilarious because I probably could have made this video because all I did was show <laughs> the two legendary Pokemon from the box, which I have, so I could probably just put those next to Y and shown them facing each other, and that's the video, right? Are you talking the second video they released, the one where they're just standing there, the ones yeah. that Y? Yeah, like with the, yeah. What, what I could have made that? that on my X and Y copy yeah. of my Pokemon. <laughs> I honestly feel like they announced this game and they have not even started working on it. No, they definitely have, right? The box art looks like some kid made it in MS Paint. No, the box art is worried <laughs> me with it says limited 3D usage. So what that tells me is they have not improved the game engine since X and Y yeah. came out. No, what it means is if you turn the 3D on, then your game's going to like slow down to like <laughs> stop motion. And uh, So that is my worry. <laughs> have they not improved totally the engine at all? On the same exa- yeah, this is totally Have they not the improved the internet to crashing out when you hit the home button at all or any of that stuff? Um, I didn't have that issue. Oh yeah, you will. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you if you are connected online and you hit the home button when you come back to the game, it's like oh, you're disconnected now. Like hit the home button on the 3ds, like I'm leaving the game. Yeah, like yeah. to check the time. Why would I? Ever, <laughs> I never hit that button. Why would I? You don't ever do it to check the time. That's no. what I normally do it for. Or like to change phone, like man. the brightness. Like if I go up to my room, yeah, it's change dark. brightness all the time. Mm-hmm. I never yeah. change my brightness. It's always on max. So no, how do you play in the at game? Night? X and Y freezes a lot for me I mean, when I hit the home button. No, I like a bright screen at night. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in my so living this, room. It's not that dark. I don't know. <laughs> so I guess my question here is, Fire Red and Leaf Green, they added some cool stuff from what I understand. Do you remember what that was? I mean, the art style was completely... I mean, that was the big Like, thing. I heard they it added content better. to it. They did not. I don't think so. No. They didn't? Mm-mm. They, I mean, obviously they polished. It looked a lot better. It was up to snuff with the Game Boy Advance games at the time. But as far as adding, so stuff, I never played I, the originals. I played Fire Red. The only thing I think they added was better way of trading Pokemon and battling people because they added the little infrared, like the little wireless link cables. So they they improved upon that aspect. But I honestly think the game was pretty much identical um, to the originals. I might okay. be wrong. I don't think I'm pretty sure it is. It just looks a lot better. Those are Fire Red and Leaf Green are the best Pokemon. I, I love them. Um, yeah, they're, they're great. Awesome. Um, now with Soul Silver, we had the Poke Walker and all sorts of cool stuff added to it, right? Uh, I didn't play those versions, so you never played Heart no. Gold or Soul Silver. I know I need to because see, those I think are the best Pokemon games ever. Gold and silver. Because you have both regions. You have. um, Oh, I know. I played the original. Okay, they're so good. Yeah. And they have some of my favorite Pokemon in them. I love um, (sighs) the fire starter of that one. 
Cinequil? Yeah. Cinequil's yeah, cool. So See, uh, Ruby and Sapphire really did not do it for me. When it came out, it felt too... It did not. I did not feel like Pokemon was going in the right direction when that game came out. I did not like how they. I did not. I was not a fan of the two-on-two battles. I was not a fan of that. I felt it slowed the game down. Um, you know, X and Y is three on whatever battle. I know, but in the, uh, the thing is with Ruby and Sapphire, it was a new feature, and I feel like they shoved it on you like every chance they got. It was always two-on-two, always. Well, with the remake, they might change that up and make it. Hopefully, better. yeah. And, and with X and Y, and even Diamond Pearl, the ones after that, they did a better job of not like force like making it the whole. And game. it sounds like they're gonna expand. They said um, expansive. Well, they what word did they use? Um... It was like they're adding more places to go in this game. Is what it yeah. Like, that's dynamic. The, that's the other problem I had with the, with Ruby and Sapphire. I felt the map was very claustrophobic. It felt like the announcement worded it like they're going to be more spaces to go, places to go. Yeah, like it was. I the map in Gold and Silver and the Red and Blue was so. I mean, it just worked so well. I was. Yeah, I could. Ruby and Sapphire are my favorite. Now, the reason I didn't see this one coming is the reason I thought Fire Red and Heart Gold came out were mainly to enable Pokemon transfer from Gen 1 and Gen 2 to the new batch of GBA upwards of transferability. Because Game Boy and Game Boy Color games were cut off, so they needed these two to make everything available. So Ruby and Sapphire... uh, they're not necessary for transfer. It just, you know, helps oh, out to make it just, more. Yeah, cheap. it makes it a lot easier. It makes it easier yeah. for sure. Yeah. Um, but which one do you guys kind of get? I got Ruby. Ruby I got probably. Ruby when the OGs came out, so I'm not no, Sapphire. Is Sapphire the one with the big dolphin uh, whale thing? Yeah, I might get that because the whale looks cool. My birthstone Sapphire, so I should probably get Sapphire. Now. Do you think we'll have color cartridges this time? Um, Probably not. <laughs> they didn't have them for X and Y. I guess there's no colors for X and Y, isn't there? Not officially. I mean, it is X is red, kind of. Were no, X colors? is blue. Were they not colored, the cartridges? Oh, yeah, X is blue. They weren't color cartridges. No. They had the different color 3DSs. They did. I don't care, because I'm downloading it. That's yeah, that's what I'm going to do, too. Midnight, midnight, midnight launch. Yeah, <laughs> I kind of want to do another one of those. Ones. Yeah, we're gonna do one. Now, we're gonna now, have to do it. So, as far as the national Pokedex goes in these remakes, how does that work? Because are these Gen three or is this officially Gen seven point five or something? How does that work? So, are you asking are they bring new Pokemon into this like with Pokemon game? Bank? This is the, this is also been the first Pokemon Bank game where. We have Pokemon Bank available while this is out. So we have both X and Y and this for Bank. Well, in Gold and well, in Fire Red and Leaf Green, I'm pretty sure you could transfer Pokemon from Gold and Silver over to it. Um, I mean, No, in, you couldn't because it's GBA. You couldn't get Game Boy the GBA. That was a whole, no, that was a whole cutoff thing where that was not possible. You could get... Um, did Fire Red, was Fire Red the first GBA Pokemon game? No, Ruby and Sapphire was. That was the first GBA Pokemon game? Yeah, so Ruby and Sapphire were the first Game Boy Advance ones. Could you transfer Ruby to Fire Red? Yeah, so that's why they came out. Fire Red and, I think, Elite Green came out, so you would have, like, all the old Pokemon to bring into Ruby and Sapphire. 
So could you go ruby to fire red, though? Uh, I think so. Pretty sure you could. Yeah, so I guess my question is, yeah. Can um, you do that? National Pokemon Dex, does that work, and how's that? In gold, silver, in in hard gold, and soul silver, could you bring in... I mean, was that limited to 250 Pokemon? I'm not sure. I beat the game, but I've never tried, because it's always been self-contained for me. Because, yeah, there's definitely more than 250 Pokemon out when, you know... With Yeah, and with Pokemon Bank... Well, I'd be, the way it currently works is as long as I have access to the PC, I can get Pokemon from Pokemon Bank at any time during this, the X and Y. Will that be changed at all with these games? Like I said, I don't even think they started these games. So, so <laughs> I think they definitely have. Right? Yeah, I think they started them. <laughs> from these, from that video they showed, it didn't look like it. Well, they're just trying to be very uh, little by little. But, they're like, um, this, wouldn't this be a great idea? <laughs> Let's see how it goes over. Let's see if people like this idea. Oh, they like it. Let's yeah. No, but uh, yeah, I'm it. just so curious on that because I could potentially start my game with some crazy good Pokemon, but I feel like that cheating the experience. I don't. But you wouldn't be able to use them until you got up to a no. Well, Patrick's, I could yeah. use my shinies. Like I have some level one shinies I've been breeding, so I could start. I could have a that could be my shiny game where I just use all my shiny Pokemon. But I wouldn't want to do that. I don't think I'd want to start fresh. I think. Yeah. yeah, I mean, that's part of the fun is training all of them. And, so yeah, so that's... The other question is, um, so I, I feel like Mega Evolutions are going to be a big thing with this game, that they're going to add a bunch load of Mega Evolutions. These uh, legendaries in the box will probably have Mega Evolutions as well as these starters, I'd imagine. You think? I don't they, they, that's got to be a huge part of this, I feel. I don't know. That's changing the original pretty hardcore. I feel like that's something they do, though. Because, like, what else are they going to do to add this? I don't think they would do them. Like, Mega Evolutions. No, they've got to. I think they're literally just going to remake this game. No, Mega Evolutions. They're going to be there. I I bet... uh, But that wouldn't really make sense, though, because... If if it wasn't in the originals, then why would they just throw it in? They'd why have to, would they it would throw change. They get Charizard. Oh, I know. Whoa, no, no, no. What I'm saying is that that would change, like because you know that continues the story. Yeah, it was. It was like. But this is Gen. Like after this, this is this is it, it pushes it to the end of the timeline now, where this is Gen seven point. No, now. this is reliving no, the original. Yeah, this is just. But a I re- can This is a retelling Zernius, of the. Same but I can story. import Xerneas into this. <laughs> You could import Xerneas into Ruby. Same. That doesn't mean that the tech wasn't available. It's just you didn't know of it at the time. So. I could, but I the could tech leave. was available for... <laughs> Mega Evolutions weren't always available in Pokemon. They just weren't discovered yet. This is a new discovery. Exactly. And once the discovery is made, it can happen for any of them. No, because if, if it wasn't <laughs> discovered at the time... It, when you're retelling the story, you can't just throw it in and say... Oh, yeah, you can. What are you talking about? No, that doesn't make any sense. Like, uh. oh, you're saying in the story of this okay. game when you when you tell people a story from your childhood, <laughs> you don't talk about how you were using, uh, you know, like your MacBook and when you were doing your homework because it wasn't out yet. So you can't just throw it in. <laughs> I think I'm gonna be right this one. Only we'll time will tell. I think I'm with Aaron on this one. I think that this is Mega Evolution is this you know it's it's a big thing. I could take them or leave them. I could care less about Mega Evolutions. But I think the Pokemon Company feels it's an important thing to start including in 
you know, what better way than to should, start they should, negative they should, they should just forget it ever happened. I like, I like <laughs> that. I think they're swell. Yeah. It's weird. It's, it's very non-Pokemon. I feel like it's it's a nice thing to have. However, it takes up too much time when you're doing the Mega so Evolution. Yeah, yeah, thing. I always turn on 3D time. and see its uh, evolution. That's cool. You should be able just to hit a button when it starts going to just skip it. It's just like, okay, now you're Mega <laughs> Maybe the you your Mega process with you this game. Turn off battle animations. Oh, yeah? Okay. Oh, there you yeah, go. Because then I, I, I used to do that when I was a kid because I got so bored watching the same thing over and over again. <laughs> you just fly through all the text. So... I'm excited just to have another world of this beautiful kind of Pokemon game. Are the, you going to play Ruby and Sapphire before this? Heck no, that'd ruin it. You know yeah, what this means, would, though? I need to finish X, finally. So. You do need to finish X. <laughs> I'm still trying playing, to breed a shiny Charmander. I'm I played X the other day. And I yeah? pretty much remembered why I stopped playing. I have nothing else to do in that game. <laughs> so you can do shiny breeding. Oh, that's just so. You can fill out the Pokedex. Like ten. Fill out the Pokedex, yeah. Get all. That's the thing. Like the only thing left to do that game is fill out the Pokedex, and I'm not gonna half half ass it. I got to do it all if I'm gonna do it. And I'm do gonna it. do not have do the it, time. Do it, do man. I you did. Got, you got two hours. There's like 700 Pokemon. <laughs> it took me about a month, two months to do it. It's There's possible. Way too many. There's. Now you can do it. I, it was actually fast. It was probably a month or half a month to do it for me. I was hardcore. I was just doing it. Which means in like our time, John, that's like. It's been 100 years. hours for me. 100 so hours. Like, <laughs> like a year. Yeah. It's been 100 hours completely plugged next for me. It's possible. You have to resort be, to eBay, though, in some. I'll situations. be playing ABC before that comes out. Pokemon ABC. No, the, the, main, the last part of this I <laughs> wanted to mention. Three, is, whatever is next. <laughs> one in Pokemon, one and two. So the, the last part of this is the naming Alpha and Omega, which I find is weird because. There are um, Pokemon asterisk and ampersand. <laughs> well, no, 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 no. Well, in the Pokemon lore, there are Pokemon, a legendary Pokemon, that are the Pokemon of creation and the Pokemon of like, like the Pokemon that created the whole universe type thing. And those Wait, are these are Pokemon. There's Pokemon that exist that are that created the world of Pokemon and created the things in it. Like that, that is a thing of Pokemon. And these aren't those Pokemon. So Alpha and Omega, getting in the end, it seems like this is the wrong naming for these games, obviously. Right? It's just a name, man. It's <laughs> just a name. <laughs> it seems like a vital thing. Like Alpha and Omega, that seems like the worst name at all. You know, it's not I like, have it like, you know... Um, it's not like Soul Silver is the only Pokemon game with Soul. But Soul Silver, that's powerful. Like Alpha. Yeah, Alpha Omega, or whatever. What is Alpha it? Ruby, that's so <laughs> lame. Like, I hate these names. They're... They needed better ruby and sapphire names. I feel like they're stones. Like they should emphasize their stone nature. Shiny, shiny ruby and uh, sparkling sapphire. Something like that. I don't know. Something cooler. So this just made me think about the naming of the last game. So X and you know, y. yeah. So X and Y was that all about you know so the male and female? No, I was thinking about the male and female Pokemon and breeding. X That's been y. there forever, though. Mountain. Was it always? Was it always there? I don't know. But then they it's gold and silver. But they never. I mean, okay. From what I understand, and I never played so those. You have Xerneas, uh, Vetzel, and you also have Zygarde for Z. But it was also X and Y, and people getting along, and the whole theme of the game kind of thing. It was I think it's just they ran out of colors. 
I, they're gonna do like I told you. They're gonna do symbols next time. They're gonna do like they're gonna look at their keyboard and go. Uh, <laughs> let's do hashtag and ampersand. Okay, forward slash and backslash. Forward slash <laughs> Pokemon forward slash and backslash. We're out of ideas. We're totally out. Move, we're gonna do planet Saturn. Well, you and do Pokemon. Um, Pokemon Ocean and Pokemon Land. Pokemon Mountain, Pokemon, o- Pokemon <laughs> Beach, Pokemon Mountains. <laughs> Pokemon Beach is, I think, it's website, right? Pokemon Italy, what? Pokemon France. Pokemon Beach, the website. That's a... That, I'm not going to that. No. Poke Beach. <laughs> yeah, that sounds bad. <laughs> um, yeah, kids, I don't know. Kids don't go there. Pokemon. <laughs> Pokemon Pokemon Aluminium. Pokemon, Pokemon Rainforest. Pokemon yeah, Steel. Pokemon Steel and Pokemon. Um, but then, you, but then it kind of seems like you're just talking about the type of Pokemon. There's the Steel type. So. Well, they did Fire Red and Leaf Green. They did. Yeah. Very beginning. True. Pokemon Fairy. That'd be the worst thing ever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's so bad. Pokemon Glass and Pokemon Sapphire. Pokemon Galaxy. They already have Sapphire, I think. Pokemon Galaxy and Pokemon Universe. There you go. Boom. There you go. Pokemon Those are goes two outer pretty space. Uh, different. They, they, oh, that'd be so yeah, great. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'd take Universe. Wait, wait, Galaxy. don't. Isn't Clefairy like fabled to be from uh, like outer space and the game Moonstone here. because of the Moonstone? Yeah, Moonstone. Yeah, so that, they could have a Pokemon game that takes place on the moon. <laughs> Just a bunch right? of fairies. The only Pokemon are Clefairy. Zero, <laughs> zero gravity Pokemon. That's, uh, <laughs> zero G's Pokemon. Oh, yeah, great. You like never awesome. get a bike. You just like fly around. You get a jetpack. They never. Oh. They should do like Shadow and Light or something like that. Pokemon. Oh, there you go. That's a good one. Light. Dark and light. Yeah. In one game, it's always dark. In one game, it's always nighttime, and one day game, it's always daytime or something. I don't know. <laughs> they could also do, I don't know, Earth. Earth I mean, Earth, like, so. that that could open up, like, a lot of potential for different types of Pokemon. One game would, you know, focus yeah, on, like, for sure. like different, um, I don't know what you, different variations of the same Pokemon where they're, like, a dark version and a light version. That's so. a cool idea, yeah. It is, yeah. Oh, look at this. We're making a game. Yeah, there we We've go. we got some good ideas. Submit this to Nintendo. I hope they listen. They should, <laughs> they should do it after, like, alcoholic beverages, like Jaegerbomb. Pokemon Jaegerbomb. Pokemon, like, Pokemon Sake. Pokemon Sake. Pokemon Crack Cocaine. Blue Meth. <laughs> <laughs> That's very in with Breaking Bad, you know. See, they should have named this, uh, the new one, Pokemon uh, Bombay Sapphire. <laughs> instead of... <laughs> They should name it after that airplane no one ever found. Pokemon Blood f- Red. The Malaysia <laughs> Flight Pokemon, Blood Red. Pokemon Malaysia Flight 470. <laughs> Pokemon Blood uh, Ruby. Blood Ruby. Oh, and... I like that. Blood Tangerine, they should call it. Ooh, Blood they should name it after fruits. Ice. Pokemon, Pokemon Green. Blood, Pokemon Blood Ruby. This just ice, makes me ice, think of... Uh, ice Sapphire. Pokemon Salmon and Pokemon Tuna. <laughs> Uh, oh. Just makes me think of like Mario Sunshine now, the fruits and stuff. Yeah, mm. game was so focused on fruits. Why? Pokemon milk and Pokemon <laughs> juice. Milk and juice. <laughs> milk and juice. <laughs> <laughs> wow. This is this is this is, going yeah, off yeah, this is bad. This is going off the rails. <laughs> this is terrible. Can you just imagine? I wonder what how many people the, are actually going to listen through this. Can, can you imagine what oh, what the show will be like after something. the E3 announcements this year? It's going to be awesome. Damn, we We're going to have to like block off like a five hour. <laughs> thing, so. 
Welcome to the five-hour show. Yeah. <laughs> we need to go to E3 next year. I am going on vacation during part of E3 this year. You're, wait, you're going on vacation to E3? Or are you no, actually just home. going on vacation I'm enjoying at the it same from time. the leisure of my house. So my birthday is the, the couple days before the E3. Uh, it's the weekend before. So nice. I'm doing an extended off. birthday vacation, which includes E3. And I'll be able to stay home for Nintendo's digital event, which will nice. be fun. cool. So. Yeah, I'm just gonna be finishing up my my last like week or two of training, so I'm not gonna be taking any time off or anything. But that's gonna be a great weekend because Tomodachi Life will be coming out the day before my extended break, and Mario Kart 8 will be out, so that's gonna be awesome. When is E3? The ninth, June 9th? June. Yeah, tenth yeah. is the event, the Tuesday. Wow. So we have. I heard there's supposed to be some events on the ninth though. I think uh, I'd imagine the Smash Brothers tourney would probably be that day. Do Steel Thunder from Sony and Microsoft? Yeah, um, I heard. Uh, I think like Ubisoft was doing something on the ninth. Yeah, that's yeah. one of the most of the big con- press concerts. It's on the day before. Yeah. Man, I don't know what Nintendo's giving Ubisoft. They must be like sliding them something because they're the only ones. <laughs> yeah. Are they still developing? <laughs> Even remotely, I mean, they're the only ones pretending to develop. Yeah, we're working yeah. on Wii U Watch Dogs. Yeah, yeah. totally right. Yeah. <laughs> no one at Ubisoft is even looking at it. It's so sad, <laughs> the third party situation. But yeah, because I like I I've bought both Call of Duty games. I've won. I buy all the third parties. I support you. You know, keep making them. You'll get one sale from me. Even if it's not in the game... Here's this... Yeah, I do it too. Even if it's not the game I want. Like I didn't want Call of Duty, but I bought it because I want yeah. more games like that to come. Yeah, absolutely. So, we'll see what um, this winter brings and we you, uh, third party. Yeah. Smash. I just give me Smash. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. Is that a show? Is that a show? It's 11 it, o'clock. This I is a good show. That is it. Yeah. I'm so, uh, thank you guys <laughs> for uh, being here tonight. It's a little like, elongated episode. We, I had a good time. Though. This is a very fun episode. I it was. We had some good stuff to talk about. Genderless me's Pokemon craziness. <laughs> you got to put the uh, tag on this one. This is a yeah. bit out. <laughs> explicit tag, <laughs> not for your kids. <laughs> Don't look up bestiality. This kids. is our our, <laughs> our most our most uh, <laughs> what do you say R rated show. You know, I, yeah. you know, we didn't really curse that. We just like dropped one. Yeah, but there were things that, that they could were let like, your imagination yeah, mature things. <laughs> mature things. Yeah. yeah. Rated them for mature. <laughs> for mature. Uh, Aaron, where can folks find you on their webs? I know it's changed because you know. Oh, it has changed. Addresses. You changed? Yeah, well, uh, I don't want to get into it on the show, but I did change some stuff. Uh, you can still find me on my website, my name, AaronRivera.info. Uh, there you can find links to my Twitter, uh, which okay. is ALRivera239. No longer is it the 058. Whoa. See, I, I, I'm going to... That's going to screw up. me up. Because uh, yeah. it's easy to remember. Now, I asked Aaron. Well, I don't know why, is it significant to 239? And no, there's no significance. No, there's no significance. Yeah, I, I, it's 239. Just, so through- yeah. Random. Never mind. I was going to say, why the change if there's no significance? But um, it doesn't matter, the, I guess. The change came about because of my whole um, Apple ID uh, uh, thing. Yeah, and, yeah. the, I mean, like, yeah, I could have left it the same. However, when I changed, like, my primary primary um, email, I want it to kind of match. I want it so that Makes way sense. I can. Yeah. I hear you. Uh, so there you go. Let's find me there. Um, Meverse is still the same. I don't know if I can change that. 
I'll look into it so that way yeah. I can just just say one. Um, I'm in the process of changing like my Xbox Live thing. I have to do, you can do that, that. So That's yeah, awesome. yeah, you can change that. Um, and see, my Google is now uh, different. Uh, it's the same. Okay. Well, good luck with the change. I've, 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 that's why I just stuck with T Chan. You know, <laughs> yeah, it's uh, I'm the well, only one. Okay. I've had this one since like Mobile Me launched, and like what was that 2007 or something like that. Sounds right. So yeah, I'm very. Uh, 2008 I, for Mobile Me actually. Yeah, yeah. I don't want to change, but I have to. Yeah, it sucks. It's the only fix, and company out there, you know who who you are. You know who you are. <laughs> <laughs> so it's a job. Uh, where can folks find you on the interwebs? Uh, you can find me. My homepage is cashcats.biz. Is that no, serious? That, or is that's, that some... that, I mean, that's a real website, but that's not mine. Uh, oh, okay. You can find me on Twitter. It's an awesome website. But uh, find me on Twitter at John Wesley A, Instagram, Meverse, um, John Wesley everywhere. Okay, excellent. For this show, you can find us on Twitter at Nintendo Club Pod. You can email us at nintendoclubpodcast at gmail.com. You can do that via any email um, thing out there because it's a very universal format. Uh, <laughs> you can find us on Google Plus on the community section uh, by searching for this podcast name, Nintendo Club Podcast. I would love it if you would review us on iTunes. And you can watch the show live every Sunday evening. Level episodes starting at 9 p.m. Eastern. The other episodes would mean Aaron starting at 8 p.m. Eastern. And uh, you can watch those after the fact at youtube.com slash T-C-H-A-T-E-N. That is my username, T-C-H-A-T-E-N. You can find me on Twitter, Instagram, Meverse, and elsewhere with that username. Thanks for watching this week's episode. We'll be back next time for another awesome episode of Nintendo Club Podcast. Thanks for watching. Bye. See ya. Hi, I'm Ryan Van Leer. And I'm Matt York. We're from the Four Pigs the Bell Tools podcast. What is Four Pigs the Bell Tools, you might ask? We're a group of gamers who, simply put, have a passion for gaming. What sets us apart is our unbiased coverage of all the major platforms. That is Xbox One, PlayStation 4, Wii U, 3DS, and PlayStation Vita. Sometimes even PC or mobile games, too. We also love to reminisce about older games and systems from yesteryear. Four Pigs the Bell Tolls provides short but sweet reviews, the hottest gaming news, and in-depth gaming discussions. So if you love video games or would just like a fresh perspective of the industry, be sure to give us a listen and check out our YouTube page. We're part of the Stoplight Network of Podcasts.